0: Hi, I'm Ray, and you're listening to Insert Quest Here. Today's quest is With Fire, Thy Affections Hold a Wing, a two-person RPG uh, about dragons and riders at the end of the world. Uh, My pronouns today are he, him, and with me is my friend Nika.
1: Hi, I'm Nika. Uh, I'm just excited to be a dragon. My pronouns are she, her, and yeah, that's about it.
0: Excellent. Uh, So this is going to be something of a first look at this game. Um, I heard about it a couple of days ago on Twitter um, while Nika and I were in a Discord chat. um, I think we were playing a video game or something, and I was like, oh, I just found a game where you play as a dragon and rider at the end of the world. She was very excited, and I was like, well, let's record it, and we can have a fun game of it. So with set up a few things to help us play. Um, and we've gone over a bit of the game in advance of getting started. Um, there's a lot of like poetry and stuff, uh, in this, uh, book. Like there's two poems before you even get to the, (laughs) the actual game. (laughs) Um, which is interesting. Um, Major difference between how we're playing it and how you would play it if you were in person is that when you're in person uh, the two players actually are encouraged to hold hands um, together and then as they complete scenes they will be wrapping uh, some kind of cordage around their wrists to signify close bonds formed. Um, We're not going to be doing that because we're playing over the internet. Um, so instead, we both have little hordes of various things. I have a bunch of rocks and gemstones, and Nika, do you want to tell us about your dragon's horde?
1: My dragon's horde is uh, a series of a bunch of random stuff that I collect just as a person who does witchy things. I have some shavings from a tree that a porcupine was chewing on, I have some... Wood from the Mojave Desert, some raccoon rib bones, and then just a various assortment of gemstones, feathers, and seashells. And some septums from the Elder Scrolls.
0: Yeah, some little coins, which is cool. (laughs) Um, Nice. Uh, And we'll have little photos of that stuff, too, uh, up on the thingy. What do you call this thing? Website.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The, The internet, you know... Book yeah, you know, they you <laughs> did it.
0: Uh, cool. Um, so I might start off bit, I might read this poetry um, first. Actually, Nika, do you have the book open? I do. Do you want to read the one that's on the cover, the, the one that's in black down there in that cloud space, and then I'll read the long one? Oh,
1: yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay. The studded bridle on a ragged bow, Nimbly she fastens, Oh, how quick is love? The steed is stalled up, and even now, to tie the rider, she begins to prove. Backward, she pushed him, as she would be thrust, and governed him in strength, though not in lust.
0: Oh, that's evocative, and I don't... Look, I mean, it feels a little bit sexual to me. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, it definitely um, seems like th- th- they're in love. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, the next poem is... An interesting three-part refrain, almost, kind of. I mean, maybe that's not quite the... But, like, there is a repetition to this. Um... uh, Two worlds spin as one In the misty air of the void Two imposing rocks alight in fog Both worlds ripple with airy crags And the rush of wind buffets those Who live on their surface The wings of dragons fly here, and those who ride them know the air well. Two worlds spin as one, as dragon and rider come together, looping acrobatics through the void. Just as the inhabitants of one world are aware of the other, so too are the initiate and the hatchling, neither connected to the other, only thinking of themselves. Two inhabitant, two worlds. Sorry, spin as one, and as the colossal spheres hurtle towards each other on a cataclysmic collision course, the souls of rider and dragon move to intersect as well. At the end of this story, both will be one, or both will be none. I feel like the second. I feel like the first poem is probably from something, and the second poem they wrote specifically for the game.
1: That, yeah, that makes sense, because I will say that the second one is, I mean, it's very clear that they have the themes and they're very particular. The first one is, well, I mean, it's got the pretty solid iambic pentameter, and uh, it's, I don't know if it's iambic pentameter, it's got a meter to it, and it's got old, Mm. old words. I mean, it's trying to rhyme, prove, and love, so, you know. The first
0: one feels a lot like um, something that was probably written about, like, a horse a, a horse yeah. and rider. And the second one is, like, actually got keywords from the game. You're right. <laughs> um, but... Dragons
1: are basically so we... horses, but cooler. It's true. I refuse to believe that dragons don't do the same dumb shit that horses do, where they just, like... You'll clean them, and their scales are shimmering, and they're beautiful, and they look you dead in the eye as they walk to the nearest mud puddle and lie right down.
0: Steal eggs out of the chicken coop.
1: Exactly! <laughs>
0: um, so, this game does have a bit about touch and safety in it, uh, because the game does require... Well, it does not require, but it... Uh, encourages? It, asks, it encourages, encourages you to touch one another. Um... But, uh, and something that I really am a big fan of here is talking about touch and safety um, generally. Um, I don't normally use that term, I do usually talk about safety tools and things. Um, worth noting that one of the safety tools that we encourage you the listener to use is that if the or if the experience of listening to the podcast is becoming uh too much or for any reason you need to stop listening we encourage you to indulge in that power um and pause the recording and you can come back if you need to but by all means you do not have to come back to the recording if uh if it is too much or if for any reason you need to stop um uh The game specifically has like a whole page dedicated to this, and it's a very short game, so to dedicate an entire page to it is a very uh, distinct design. Well, a very important design choice. Um, So one of the things... I'm not going to read all of this text out, because some of it is just reiterating what the game is about. Um, We don't need to worry about the touch parts of this, where it talks about what areas of the body are appropriate to touch because we won't be doing that Uh, but it does talk about setting boundaries ahead of time um, to know that they can and will change but it's also important to know that they can and will change during course of play these boundaries can include what is and is not acceptable forms of touch as well as sensitive themes or topics and can even be physical requirements in your play space Uh, if your partner asks you to stop or ease back on anything during play please do so um, this game also has safety tools That they refer to as cut, pause and break Cut signifies the end of a scene Image or topic It's something. Uh, if something is cut It's gone forever from the game's past uh, Present and future If it needs to be Pause is used to halt a scene To talk about what is going on Pausing a scene is a good way to check in on your partner Or to let them know How you are dealing with something happening in the game Pauses can lead to cuts But don't always have to Sometimes pauses can lead to breaks. Use break if you want to ease back on something, but still keep it in fiction. You can use the breaks to make something being described graphically into something mentioned in passing, or lighten its impact on the story. Uh, You do not have to explain why you are using any of these tools if you do want to. Uh, If your partner requests that you cut pause or break, you must respect their wishes. Um, And then the game mentions... Uh, that games are meant to be played for enjoyment and enrichment. If at any time you are not enjoying your experiences, take a moment to break fiction and talk to your partner. It is okay to stop playing at any time. So I think that it's probably important to talk about our boundaries. Normally I like to talk about um, what are things that you definitely do not want included and what are things that you definitely do do want included in terms of themes um an example would be that i thing that i do not want included are themes of sexual assault um i don't imagine they'd come up but it's not a thing that i'm interested in exploring
1: right yeah uh i mean definitely echo that sentiment uh for me it's like i'm not i don't like particularly loud role playing i don't like yelling uh I don't like raised Well, voices.
0: aren't you lucky that we're recording, and so I do so not want no one, to yell. So no
1: one's going to yell. <laughs> yeah, but... Yes, um, uh, I'm always bad at these things, because I, I'm definitely someone that realizes things in the moment. I'm very bad at determining indeed. things. Indeed,
0: and that's why we have those other safety tools, yeah, too. Um, so- I know that, for me, something that in the past I have been really comfortable exploring, but now realizes perhaps not a thing I should be exploring, is that I've always... um been comfortable exploring themes of um racism and sexism and um and ableism and also um homophobia and transphobia as long as it's through the lens of like it's it's normally going when I
1: that basically right? well
0: normally when I have well, normal yeah from the perspective of the person experiencing that and it being so clearly a thing that is negative um, like for example we did a game recently where we had like fascism as a feature of the game and while the uh, characters were um, beneficial of that fascism they were also mostly opposed to it as they became aware of it. Right. Um, And so, like, when characters would be ableist to them, they'd be like, well, fuck you, I don't give a shit that you think that I am in some way inferior to you because I'm clearly not. Right. And, to a certain extent, while I still feel comfortable exploring that, it's important to note that other people are not comfortable exploring that, and so it's worth mentioning. Um, I definitely would be interested to see if we can... I feel like we don't need to explore... Racism, right? Um, or I don't know. If we're going to explore ableism, I would definitely try and stick to ableism where it is relevant to our own experiences, right? Uh, like for my ex, for myself, I have ADHD and am colorblind, and have some and have motor dyspraxia and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mo- fine coordination um, problems. So uh, problems? Yeah, problems. Um, so. I would be happy exploring themes related to those but I'm not going to make my rider um, wheelchair bound for example right. because I probably can't portray that in a way that is genuine. Right. Um but I'm not I'm I'm I don't actively wish to seek out any of those themes. I am interested though in actively seeking out um, for lack of a better word uh like queer phobia, I think that would be very interesting
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: to be a, to be, I mean, well, I mean, it's a game about falling, it's a game about a pilot and a dragon, like falling in love, yeah. is my, underst- a, a rider and a dragon falling in love is what I've gotten the impression of, so, yeah. like, I don't know, it might be interesting if that is taboo and perhaps a euphemism for Queerness? Yeah,
1: I think I think that that's a really cool venue to explore, especially because it reminds me in in certain ways of um, other pieces of literature that are really defining. Uh, like I remember when I was first like reading Philip Pullman's Dark Material stuff, the whole like Damon, it's like two souls uh, or one soul and like two bodies kind of thing, and how mm-hmm. you know being able to have that level of such a strong connection with something. Maybe in this world dragons are seen more as a means to an end, or a kind of tool, or vice versa, Um, but making a a strong bond uh, is something that's usually unheard of due to the fact that maybe life could be so temporary here, or it's just not a thing.
0: Well, I I know that from I I think it might even be more interesting if like forming a str- a, a strong bond is fine, but like it's more more seen like a a like a a, a it's like a friend bond, mm-hmm. right? It's like ah yes, they they work well together, not they are they are in They're love. They're
1: soulmates and belong like, together forever.
0: Yeah, uh, so they... it might be interesting it might be interesting to talk about I, I don't know how much this will come up, but it might be interesting to talk... Like, when we're talking about describing other dragons and other riders that are not us, we might use um, very, like, um, they had an excellent synergy and they worked together or their, like, form was lacking. And then when we talk about our own movements and our own working together, we use terms that are more in... Uh, more In sync. Uh, well, With no, 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 together, that's right? not even what I'm... I mean, yes, but, um, yes, uh, yes, that, but also specifically, I mean, using language that calls to more romantic descriptions. So rather than being like, they were an effective fighting team, we talk, (laughs) we instead talk about how, um, we use that romantic language or that you often see to like describe people like sharing their first dance and things like that. It's, it's appropriating that, um, that romantic almost like romantic fiction yeah um, and romance novel dialogue and applying it to this this space where it's not used yeah. or where it might like not be, be like something being like
1: incredibly graceful or intertwined or, or mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah for sure can i just say as a, as a completely relevant aside i grabbed a beer before this the beer yeah. is called better half
0: oh isn't that yeah, cute good. that's
1: looking good i got the beer that matches the type of game we're playing it's like
0: i think that is very
1: <laughs> i didn't even think about it but it happened
0: cool is there anything else we feel like we need to talk about in terms of things that we definitely want to see and also things that we maybe want to avoid i feel like we've had a good discussion but there's no reason why we can't have more
1: yeah if um
0: anything else that's come to mind for you
1: um hmm Nothing, nothing like, at the top of my head of that, that I'd want to avoid. I'm sure maybe it'll come up, maybe it won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like nature. I prefer not to be stuck in, like, a sort of city or human-based setting uh, entirely.
0: Yeah, I think that that's um, cool to explore. Um, yeah, like, clearly, I, I don't know what avenues we will have for creating, like, a societal structure or anything like that. It doesn't look like there's much of that in the game. Right. It's sort of, like, left up to interpretation um and also like it's sort of a negative space situation but certainly i would be happy with almost going for a kind of um i guess like a fantasy ranger sort of situation yeah where it's like we li- we live out there in the wilderness on the fringes yeah this I, is where we are
1: i like that yeah just a sort of like a stalwart stalwart protect kind of thing
0: I'm also very much right now thinking of the Dinotopia movie because in the Dinotopia movie, there's like these people that ride the pterodactyls. Okay. Um, and <laughs> uh, and they have like their own like order of basically fighter pilot sky knights. I'm is effectively what they are. I'm
1: over here just thinking about the Rohirrim and combined with How to Train Your Dragon. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like if the Rohirrim had dragons. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm also thinking a little bit of Dragonheart, which is. Uh, Dragonheart has one of the coolest Knight's Oaths I've, uh, I've seen in anything before which is cool but um, I think we'll move on to form and structure yeah. um, I'm not going to read all of this out because uh, again it's a lot of text but um, we went over it a little bit beforehand and we've each read this section um, but basically we decide who is going to be playing which role, you want to play the dragon I'm going to play the rider um, that's fine yeah. Um it talks about how Dragon is a little bit more third person y, but that's that's not in that's not a hard and fast rule. Um uh and then it also talks about So after we have decided who is playing which role, we then do the um Mad Lib opening, which we will get to in a minute. Um Use this to establish the mood of the game. Once the introduction has been read grass uh grasp, hands with each person, uh, holding onto each other's forearm, and then we create our first loop, which we won't be doing. Hmm, interesting. Forearm and loop the, the first loop. So I guess we start with one bond automatically. Yes. That's interesting to know. That's cool. I'm
1: gonna start with this one that looks a little bit like the sky.
0: I guess we'll, yeah. Hmm.
1: This beer is incredibly sweet. It doesn't taste like a yeah. beverage. It tastes like I'm drinking maple syrup.
0: Nice. Uh <laughs> I've decided cool. I've
1: decided my dragon has a sweet tooth.
0: I think that's good. That's nice. Um uh, there will be five scenes that we play through. As we play through each scene, we will read the title of the scene and review each role's uh wages. Wages are kinda like they're prompts but also story beats, things to try and include in the scene. Um which it actually says in the next line. <laughs> I didn't have to (laughs) interpret that. Um, If you see a wager listed that you think is cool, take a mental note of it. Um, Once you have looked at your wager list and counted the wages that you are interested in, uh, tell your partner how many you have chosen, um, and you must always choose at least one. Um, We then act out the scene, um, remembering our safety guidelines. Um, It's also... Important not to overwrite what our partners have established in the story. Um, Sometimes we might forget stuff, which is fine, but intentionally disregarding story elements or plot that your partner has created is not okay. Uh, The third guideline is actually probably the most important one to read out, is that uh, with the exception of the final events of the story, your characters should never die or be seriously hurt. Place your characters in danger, but know that the story must hinge on their flight for survival in the final act. Until then, the stakes can be high, but not high enough to warrant actual death or serious injury. I uh, I assume that by serious injury, they don't mean, like... They mean injuries that are not recoverable from, Right. Like, right. obviously, you can break your arm, but, like, you don't break your arm and then, oh, I can never use that arm... To grip the reins properly ever again Like it's just oh my arm's broken What a shame
1: I also feel like difficult. Given given how much of a story you could tell It could almost be something like you Maybe you'll lose a leg But at least you know you can have a prosthetic Or something like that uh, yeah, if, if that you was the direction that. that we decided to go in I, I don't think that they're necessarily saying No right.
0: no injuries that would hinder Your ability to be a rider Right um, um, But also I mean there's a certain element of we get to decide what that means. Like, what injury would hinder your ability to be a rider might be like. It might be like really. There, there might be very little physical requirements for being a rider. Um, we don't know yet. All right. We'll see how we go. Um. Uh, don't let this prevent the characters from thinking of those things as possible. However, the illusion of danger is much more important than actual danger. Um, If there are disputes over the story, talk briefly over your opinions and try and resolve uh, the dispute through conversation. Um, If neither neither of you are willing to budge, (laughs) bid bonds over it. Whoever is prepared to sacrifice the most bonds over this dispute gets their way... And must cut the bonds themselves.
1: Wow. These bonds
0: are lost forever. So that is why in the um in the other version in the in the version where you are using the cordage, it talks about needing a pair of scissors.
1: Oh, um, okay. Of course,
0: if I was doing this, I wouldn't have a pair of scissors. I have a a nice collection of blades. <laughs> yeah. So I would get out a very appropriate to our setting knife.
1: Heck yeah.
0: Um and I would thrust it into your hand and be like, cut the bonds.
1: <laughs> wow, that, that that makes it a lot more, uh, you know, final. We'll
0: have we'll have to play this in person. Yeah. If we ever manage. If to I get ever it to manage to have
1: enough money to fly to Australia, you bet your butt we'll play this in person.
0: Um, cool. So, um, and then once we're done acting through a scene, we then um, we then. Uh, look at the, we sort of reflect on the scene and decide which wages we achieved. So for example, if, um, (coughs) uh, if you chose, I will give the dragon a gift and during your scene gave the dragon something that would count as a gift, you, uh, take that as having formed a bond. And so for us, that means if I achieved my wager, I would take one of these stones and I would hold it in my hand. And that would count for a bond, and then at the end, we'll count how many each of us has in our hand and we'll add the total together. Um, Or in a pile, like whatever. Um, If the wager, uh, if you made a wager but it did not happen, uh, then you don't loop the yarn. So you don't, uh, no negative effects for not having accomplished a wager, it just didn't come up. Mm -hmm. I guess the negative effect is you don't get to form a bond because the bonds will determine how. How the story turns out, basically. Indeed. It's sort of fiasco-y a bit, except I think it's a little less antagonistic. Yeah. Um, Can I
1: just point out, when looking at, like, just some of the scenes, I don't know if you mm want to skip there yet, but, no, you're right. Some of this language is incredibly, like, romantic and intimate. Like... It says, the thrill of two souls meeting and twirling in this dance, exploring what is capable of each other, is exhilarating. And then it talks like, mm-hmm. be afraid and insecure, uh, and like, put yourself de- in danger and demand help from the other. Th- this is... They totally fall in love. My God. This ain't some just regular old dragon rider nonsense.
0: This is some, I mean, this is some
1: deep stuff.
0: I'm Look, I'm excited. <laughs> I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, so... Um To begin, we have start with the prologue when we met on the cliffs. This takes place after you have decided who is playing who, and you both have tied the first bond. Uh, the prologue tells of how the rider stumbles upon the dragon, fresh from the egg, on a precarious cliff hanging off into the misty abyss. Use the prologue to establish details about your world and the characters you'll be playing. This sets the stage for the bond between Ryder and Dragon. After this scene, the second planet becomes barely visible in the night sky. I'll try to remember to mention that.
1: <laughs> okay. Um,
0: hot damn. Um, and I'm going to have the version of this that's open. Time for
1: me to look at freaking name generators. <laughs> I
0: want a dragon name! Fair. That's a good point. I should come up with a good (laughs) dragon rider name. Hang on. Uh, Dragon Rider Name Generator. I mean Aragorn Dragon Rider Name Generator, no thank you. There's
1: so many dragon generators.
0: Is... what's the inheritance cycle?
1: Uh... That's uh, Aragorn. That's a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's because it was supposed so it's got to be Dragon
0: Riders of Pern, which is that's that's the How to Train Your Dragon, isn't it?
1: Uh no, Dragon Riders of Pern is a separate thing. Then there's Dragons of oh, How okay. to Train Your Dragon. There's a bunch of yeah. Warcraft ones, some Magic the Gathering ones, some Dragonborn D&D ones.
0: <laughs> I'm going to take fantasy. Actually, no, screw this. I'm going to go for the old favorite. I'm going to go to behind the name and I'm just going to plug in Behind the name generator, so it won't have like a thing for making dragon names, but it will have cultures that I can choose. Yes. Ah, uh, well, dragon. So I'm gonna choose ancient Greek and Celtic and biblical. Ooh. Which gender? Ambiguous. Generate me five. Give me a random surname of. Avoid rare and avoid diminutives. I think... This is a fantastic tool behind the name. Um, If you type in behind the name name generator, it'll come up. And its primary categories are pretty much... So they've got African, which I think could be subdivided a bit further, personally. Um, Albanian, Arabic, Armenian, Danish, Dutch... Like, they have more that I'm skipping. Japanese, Kazakh, um... Lithuanian, Persian, Slovak, Welsh, like they have a bunch. Um, and you just tick the names that you want it to pull from and then it generates you a name. It does 10, it will use a European name format though. So it'll do personal name, um, family name. It, even if you choose a culture where that order is different, it won't. It won't change the order. It will give them in a European name format. In particular, it will give it in a European, like, French and English name format. I know that Spanish has a different name format, for example. um, And it will not be doing that. (laughs) Um, Generate names. Uh, Can I have another list? Because I got a bunch of... I got a bunch of alliteration. <laughs> I get, I got Mikhail, Mikhail, and Mik, okay. Mikhail, Makala. Regenerate. Um. Regenerate. Mm, settings. Let's untick Greek and biblical, and just give me the Celtic names. Huh. A random name couldn't be generated. I guess they don't actually have any Celtic names in there.
1: I'm surprised at the fact that there's not a uh, Game of Thrones dragon name generator that I saw, at least.
0: Um, You could just go for... I mean, really, you could just go list of historical figures from Game of Thrones, because all the dragons' names are variations oh, yeah. on, like... On famous people within that setting, or right. like, or one of the dragons that Daenerys has is just named after her husband, and then the other two are actually pretty sure ancient people names. Yeah. Um You could also just go for the list of dragons and then just bastardize it. Yeah. Because uh, they have that too. Let's go with Celtic myth and see if that gets me. In. There we go. Oh look, I just got a fucking dragon from. Game of Thrones as one in here. Aeryon came up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Which, you know, is a real name. It's just funny because it's also used (laughs) in Game of Thrones. Wow, it's just shitting out a lot of F and A. Mm, I think maybe your name list is incomplete for a Celtic myth. So let's just go straight to... Give me... I'm not going to pick Welsh names. I won't be able to fucking pronounce it. Give me... Give Scottishness. That'll be fucked. I could be Blair Cockburn. <laughs>
1: you, you certainly could.
0: I certainly could choose that name. Give me some Welsh names. Wow, I hate all of these. Normally I have much better luck with um, behind a name, but instead let's try 20,000names.com. This is not like a super important version of this game by the way, we don't need to spend heaps of time <laughs> generating names, but we are choosing- It's
1: just so much fun! I've, I think I've narrowed it down to five, and it's still tough.
0: Fair. Ooh, Acadian names. Where the fuck is Akkadian? I could Acadian? just
1: combine two of them and choose to go by, like, whatever nickname part of it you choose, but...
0: 20,000 names has a weapon and armor names
1: oh, list. Oh, bless.
0: And that's what I'm going to pull my name from. I'm going right. to pull it from the female weapon and armor names.
1: Absolutely.
0: Branda is the feminine form of the Anglo-Saxon word brand, meaning sword. That'd be pretty good.
1: I'm gonna... I'm gonna think about these names.
0: Elma, feminine form of Elmo, meaning helmet. Alright. I didn't know that Elmo meant helmet.
1: I guess Elmo's been a a knight this whole time.
0: Ooh. Omusa, a Native American... Milwaukee name, meaning misses with arrows. That's kind of a cool name. Um, I won't use it, though. Uh, palace. I'm
1: oh, so torn. All of these names I picked are cool. Shit. Yeah. Ugh.
0: And then at the bottom of this list is just variations of Wilhelm 400 times. It's not 400. It's like eight. But they've got Velma. They've got... Ver... Velhelma, Velchemina, Vilchemina, and over and over and over and over and over again. And then they have Zelma, which is also the same fucking name. (laughs) Jerry,
1: (laughs) you know Velchemina and Jerry.
0: (laughs) Jerry, the feminine variant of. Jerry, meaning spear ruler. I mean, I do like spears.
1: This is Jerry, my gun.
0: <laughs> Imagine introducing your Can It could also be Lyle, which means... Oh, Lyle, Scottish surname from the unif- unisex Old Norse personal name. Lilfer, um, meaning shield wolf.
1: Dang, I like that.
0: Do I go with Lyle or do I go with Lulfer? could go with Lulfer. Let's go with leulfer
1: All right. I think what I want to do is hold on to my name until you find the dragon egg.
0: Mm-hmm. Until I have an excuse to use it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That makes sense. Uh Cool. So, uh, fill out and then read this script as you begin prologue. I mean, I'm just going to fill it out as I go, to right. be honest. Um, so it's got, it, 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 it alternates between writer speaking, dragon speaking, well, drag, writer player speaking. Um, mm, hmm, I am tempted to, I'm tempted to put into the, this, this sort of like a Mad Libs style thing for those listening. Um, I am tempted to put into the writer answers things that perhaps, so things that perhaps they don't intend for you to say. Um, like uh, the example being the first one for me says, it was a blank day when I found you. It's asking for me to like describe the quality of the day and the, and like my initial reaction is like, oh, it wants me to describe like what the weather was like. Instead, it was a holy day when I found you, and I was lost.
1: Ooh, I like that. Okay, 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 okay. I like that. Um, it really wants me to put, like, a verb here. I think, like a verb type thing. I mean, thing. you
0: fill it in however you wanted. I, my first... I, I missed the A when I read that the first time, so I thought it said it was blank uh-huh. day when I found it, it. was like, oh, it was Sunday. Or it was Monday. Like, <laughs> no. that's not useful. Or like, it was Christmas day was also my thought. And then I'm like, oh, no, there's an A. Uh-huh. Well, in that case, it was a holy day. All right. And I was lost. I
1: was... I, I want to say... I want to say sacrificed on that. Oh. Cliff. I was sacrificed on that cliff, hanging to life.
0: Oh. What? <laughs> Are you like an undead dragon?
1: I was thinking kind of oh. like a Viking, uh, or like you know what they say, with like uh, a Spartan thing, where like uh, the weak baby leave it in the woods, kind of thing.
0: We sacrificed this 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 runt dragon. Mm-hmm. To the gods, so that the other dragons in this litter may live.
1: Yeah, kind of thing. And it was a holy day, so...
0: It was a holy day! <laughs> Jesus! Yeah! Um, <laughs> we were both there at the end of our ropes. When I approached you... When I approached you... It's a very small space, but I feel like I can fit a lot in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, when I approached you, you started... To sing.
1: I was afraid you would, I was afraid you would prefer the bird song to mine. Ooh.
0: Now I'm picturing this is a, this clifftop is a, is very surrounded in trees and there's other birds and things singing and your song is the one that I singled out. Interesting. Oh, this is a very weird it's sentence. Real, I'm that looking it wants at me it. It's very out.
1: open-ended. Like it you could literally put anything in there.
0: Oh, this is where I give you your name in the seconds, in the sentence after this. Um I saw your Fuck it. I'm going to go even more mystical. I saw your spirit calling out for help.
1: All right. Hmm.
0: Well, maybe I heard your spirit you know i'm 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 starting to think maybe uh I don't have the sight, I have the ear <laughs> yeah. I can hear the other world. I can't see it
1: yeah, you could hear it in my song um, mm-hmm. it's It's really delightful because I feel like I could make this really meaningful and deep, or I could just like paint you as a bit of like a <laughs> smart ass. <laughs>
0: Look, you could. You do as you wish, and I will follow your lead. And if need be, I will use this, the tools, the safety tools and things.
1: Okay. Absolutely um, feel free to use the safety tools, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. I just thought it was. Such... I'm terrible. You... All right. You said, it's a little pitchy, and I knew you meant no
0: harm. <laughs> It's a little pitchy. I will attempt to be the smartass you require.
1: I can just imagine, like, it's this, like, heart-renderingly, like, just this shattering, beautiful song, and you're just like... It's a little... It's good. You could use some work.
0: I'm just picturing this young, young, young man. Just hearing you singing and being and just being like, uh, uh, uh your your pitch is a bit.
1: Well, I I am a runt. I... I'm a runt and, and I'm then, just warbling. And
0: then like creeping creeping forward to be like, I could, I could help, I could teach you maybe <laughs> how to sing better.
1: Pulls out a tuning fork. All right, try again. <laughs> <laughs> You absolutely do not have to go with that, but literally the first thing that came to my mind was like, mm, it's a little off.
0: <laughs> I think if I may slightly, I I I I think that is a good suggestion. But I just I'm hearing it. And I'm like I can think of so many ways to phrase it in ways that are not asshole.
1: You know, absolutely feel free because it's what you said, and I don't want to put words into your mouth.
0: But I well, I mean, the point is that you did put words. Like the point of this mechanically is that you put words right. into my mouth. Like that is the whole purpose of it. So I think that, I think that criticizing your uh, or analyzing your song is good. Um, I'm just wondering. No, look, I'll, I'll go with it. I'm like, uh, oh, your song sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like,
1: yeah, like, I, I just imagine it's said in a very, like...
0: Oh, no, your song is off.
1: No, just said in an almost reverent way of, like, how are you supposed to respond to this?
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: like, where it's just like, like, I stopped singing and you're just left there. And you're just like, I have to say something.
0: And it's like... Interestingly, we're meant to say this next line in unison. <laughs>
1: All right, let's try our best to do that.
0: All right. Uh, Three, two, one. We, we saved, saved
1: each other. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fuck that up. Yep. All right. How slow you want Here to do the <laughs> sentences? All right. Okay.
0: Three, two, one. We, we saved, saved each other, other that, that day, day and, and began, began a bond that would
1: lead us, lead us to the to end, end of the, of the world. world. Nice. That was better.
0: It's gonna sound really it's gonna sound weird on audio, but it says to say it together, so we did. Yeah. Alright, well
1: Do you want to share our names we, now?
0: Yes, I think we should. So I am going to be Leulfer, which is Lylefer? Lyleful. Okay. Lielfer? Lielfer. How is that? Yeah, spelled? because the because the Scottish name is the Scottish version is pronounced Lyle. So the L I U must be Lyle. Yeah. Because it's L I U L F E R So it must be Lylfer
1: Yeah All right My name
0: is
1: <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> it, but you can call me Umrit and it's spelled I O S U L U M
0: R I O S U L U
1: M R Y T Yosulumrit
0: that's a weird name. Where did you pull that?
1: <laughs> well, I pulled a bunch of names, and then I combined some of them together. I just made a stew of names, and then I, I went with what sounded good.
0: Cool. All right, so next we uh, read some scene. Read the scene. So the next scene... Oh, it is worth... No... That's a good point. I almost forgot. So as we say that bit about how... We saved each other that day and began to bomb that would lead us to the end of the world. I think... I think, from the perspective of a viewer, we can sort of see, um... Lyle for, uh... leaning down to, like, dress whatever wounds you have and, like, co- coaxing more of your song out of you and being like, oh, yeah, it's just try, try, try from here! being, like, <laughs> pressing on their diaphragm. Um... And, uh, and, um, and then I think we can see the moon, and then next to the moon, this other smaller, uh, moon-looking object sort of creeping out from behind it, um, because it says that at the end of this scene, the second planet became barely visible in the night sky.
1: All right.
0: In the first real scene, um, when we tested our boundaries, in this scene the rider and dragon get to know each other and push each other in small ways. Mild annoyances, quirks, and clashes are common between young dragons and their riders, and this scene explores all of that. That said, these testing periods are also full of wide-eyed wonder and joy. The thrill of two souls meeting and twirling in this dance, exploring what is capable of each other, uh, is exhilarating. After this scene, resolve the other planet moves closer. As resolves, the other planet moves closer as the week passed. That is written badly. Um, That sentence doesn't make sense doesn't work, but I think what they talk about... Oh no, after this scene has resolved is how that should be written. Um, the other planet moves closer as the weeks pass. It is now a source of odd talk around town. Okay. Interesting. Cool. So, we look at our wages. We're not going to read these out because they will be revealed at the end of the scene anyway, which ones we chose. Um... Alright, I have by wages.
1: Okay, I have mine.
0: Cool. I'm gonna wager four.
1: Okay, I have
0: three. Cool. So, when we tested our boundaries,
1: Alright.
0: I think, I think maybe we see, um, Lyle, a young Lylefer, um, in, like, a market near the in a small... T- not even a market. It's like just in a small town looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I think we see them... I think we see him walk up to, like, a blacksmith making something more artisanal. Um, and, you know, we see them talking and haggling and then the... And then Lyle for, like, handing them, like... A, handing the blacksmith, like some furs and then taking, um, taking a almost brass looking ring, um, uh, like a, ch- almost like a chain link, mm-hmm. uh, and see them then like squirreling it away in their cloak and then like walking to the edge of town and we like maybe cut to like a clearing or something or maybe like a stream. I don't know what, where, where do, where, where do do we see um, Umrit?
1: I feel like Umrit would enjoy, yeah, definitely something that's a little bit more secluded in the woods, but almost has, it's like a part of a stream that started to run a little bit slower. It's, it's the, the current has slowed down a little bit and it's a little bit calmer. It's that kind of like clear stream where you can see the tracks of animals that have walked along it underneath um, on the mud.
0: So, like, maybe the stream's gotten wider and shallower?
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a a solid little crossing ground for other animals. Um, and in between... It's definitely a wider stream, and in between there's almost like this sort of island of of little, like, moss, and that is where Umrit is probably just lying down uh, with her head upon her, her hands, um probably just like honestly just blowing off the little like bits of a dandelion poof uh into the wind just very kind of um whimsical almost it's
0: worth noting can you talk you know or are we gonna find that out through play
1: that's a good question
0: i feel like if you don't talk so this is an interesting thing I mean, for those that don't know, I have designed a mecha game where you fall in love with a robot, um, or a pilot. Um, and I think in, in narratives where you're, where the, where the non-human entity, uh, does not, communicates non-verbally, tends to create more of a feeling of these are close friends. Whereas when the thing can actually communicate to you. Verbally, whether that be in a language it knows or a language you know, um, it is. It, it feels like romance is more possible, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Does that Does that make sense? Like, it would be weird if Toothless and um, the rider in that movie <laughs> fell in love. Yes. Hiccup fell in love because Toothless doesn't speak. Right.
1: Right. Because right? there's a, It's. A, it's a weird like power disconnect. I think.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, There is a reason why we don't consider dolphins able to consent to interactions with humans. Yeah. Despite dolphins being of equal intelligence to human beings, and even being classed as non-human persons in different parts of the world.
1: Right. So, uh, yeah, I think I can talk. I think... Uh, when I'm alone, I'm
0: happy for for us not to know that yet
1: that's to, yeah okay let's
0: if that's if that if that's what you want to explore
1: um I but. think well the way that I chose my wagers kind of are on the point of where I don't necessarily because I'm a runt because I was a sacrifice, I don't have the strength yet to necessarily carry the rider um mm-hmm.
0: okay, I'm happy with that
1: so. Uh, it's entirely possible that I am still learning, uh, speech and, and, um, Lyle doesn't know that I am either one capable of it or, or two, like am learning it this whole time. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think that so far I have shown that I prefer to try to communicate in that little warble song that I do. Um, and like there, I have trills and I have ways of talking, uh,
0: Cool. All right. Yeah. I'm. Um, I can work with this. So I think we see Lala um coming to the stream, and as we draw closer, these these lingering shots of them walking through the woods from different ranges, very Studio Ghibli. Um, we see, we can hear this song, this sort of, this sort of humming song. Can Can you describe the quality of this music as? As we see these lingering shots of Laufer walking through the woods, so and drawing I I closer.
1: think it's it's almost um, burbling in the same way that the water is. Uh, she's Indeed. kind of almost imitating it, but it's um it's got a multi-tone quality to it. Uh, there's this type of of bird called a vireo, I believe, and it it like has a song, but it also hums at the same time. It's like that kind of whistle when you go like kind of thing so it's this multi-layered thing where there's a higher pitch over a lower pitch and it's just very bouncy and bubbly in the same way that the water is
0: yeah cool and i think then we see uh uh come to the river and they watch you for a second and then when you see them they do a big, dramatic wave. Like, the the whole arm swaying <laughs> like a tree in a hurricane mm. wave. Um, uh, what's your reaction?
1: So, my reaction is that of... Um, like, I I, I initially scramble to my feet and I... Like, you could see the inc- excitement in the way that I scramble up, but then I tried to feign, um, like not actually caring by going into one of those big cat stretches and I stretch out my front <laughs> paws and I stretch out my back. And then I like sit down and I wrap my tail around my feet but then I end up placing my feet on top of it to kind of stop it from <laughs> wagging in excitement. So it's a very much like I want to pretend I don't really care about this right now. I only care a little and not a lot, but I care a lot, but only a little. Because <laughs> I'm still kind of very young and it's just more like, I don't know how much is okay.
0: I sort of like scoop up my uh, cloak a little bit as I walk across the water. And then I, I as I get closer, I say, oh, your singing is sounding much better. Um, I managed to trade uh, some of the uh, animals that we caught for some, uh, for some medicine. We will put on your wounds a bit later and i also got you this and i reach into my cloak as i pull out this brass band and i thought and i sort of like offer it to you and i thought that we could you could wear it you know it's like it's like a um armband like what i have and i think we see um for like pull up a sleeve and show like a a bronze band clasped around their bicep. Cool, 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 cool.
1: Okay. Um, so, Umret uh, kind of chirrups at this, does a little like, and um, looks looks like at herself in order to determine where it could possibly fit. Um,
0: I think this is like a like it's a huge like chain link. Like, okay. um, I'm picturing like a a chain for an anchor.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So, she she motions either with one of her arms and then with her tail as well, just like I don't know, same kind of sound, either one.
0: Does your tail have like spikes or ridges on it, or is it just smooth scale?
1: Uh, it's smooth scale, but what I like to think because. I'm my own dragon, is that I have a feathery Mm -hmm. plume at the end of it with which to rudder. Um, Look,
0: I love codals, so I'm here Yeah,
1: I'm definitely... I've got a mix of um, feathers as well as a skin. I'm kind of thinking similar claw wings to that of like a Hoatzin or Archaeopteryx kind of thing, Mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. I could use those, but I have the four regular legs... um, just a couple of extra, like, digits on the wing, um, and then the tail is mostly smooth scale, and then it turns into a plumed kind of rudder.
0: I think then we see um, lalpha sort of go behind, like, we can always get more later. Speaking of which, we're going to need to find food soon. <laughs> uh, and Lalfa, uh sort of starts, like... Uh, trying to bend the ring around your tail <laughs> um, it's like a, just... and is like struggling to try and bend metal.
1: Well, it's also like a little bit hard because I'm wagging my tail so there's just like a, a thumping tail and Jen just also like Clearly I'm very
0: think, bad at standing still. I think eventually Laufra's like straddling the tail like a lock, <laughs> trying to keep it from moving. Exactly. While also straining to bend this brass, like, oh and then they sort of like exhale after a while. Like, we might need to sneak into the town and use the blacksmith's forge, because I think we might need to get the ring hot.
1: My my ears perk up at that and I am just just delighted. And I'm just like, I got this. Um, which, of course, Lylefer cannot tell other than just me being, like, just suddenly, like, standing at attention. And then I turn around and I look directly at the the brass band that's, like, slightly wedged onto my tail at this point, And I just breathe a plume of fire on it, completely disregarding the fact that his hands are still upon it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, like pull back, and I assume that part of my my clothing is singed.
1: Uh, yeah, your clothing is a little singed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that like quickly like takes the edge of their cloak, like the bottom of their cloak, and is like banging it on their arm to try and put out the little bit of fire. Um, <laughs> and, and, then... and I have a I, I have a bit of a retroactive question. Mm-hmm. Was the way that Lava was like oh, if o- we might have to sneak into town. Was that, like, not passive-aggressive, but was that, like, a bit of a reverse psychology? Like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm asking without actually yeah, asking. Yeah, that's
1: exactly what I <laughs> If I'm only, only there
0: was if some I, way to light up, f- f- to heat up this bit of metal. If only
1: I knew something that had the capacity to breathe fire or something, and I'm just like, oh, well
0: I, that's I, me. I, I'm, I'm, f- I'm thinking now that maybe Lauf is trying to get... Uh, knows knows what dragons are capable of or thinks they know and mm-hmm. is attempting and doesn't want to push you and is trying to get you to do these to, to push your own boundaries
1: that's very without
0: sweet. actually asking so rather than being like oh if if only uh, can you please heat this up instead being like oh if only there was some way to get it hot dang <laughs>
1: dang habit I wish I thought of this ahead of time
0: and letting you offer
1: I like that too us. yeah that's really nice yeah. Um, so Kill. so upon noticing kind of the my, my excitement overtook me and that I, I freeze I I notice that you're kind of flailing and then I immediately just take a sharp bend to my left and dump you in the water <laughs> 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 just a very mechanical almost kind of motion of like oh shit okay and then you just and and I overestimate how far the angle was, so I fall in after you shortly.
0: I think we see for like, sit up in the little bit of water and, like, is... sort of, like, rubbing their lower back <laughs> as they're drenched. <laughs> and then, like, stands up and looks... <laughs> and then like splashes a bit of the water with their boot in your direction.
1: <laughs> and I think I think that's the first time that Lylefer hears something that's really resembling a laugh instead of a warble of just like a very mm-hmm. distinct, almost, you know, I guess human sounding like laugh uh, from Umrit. And um, it's like so far she only really knows how to say, I think, her name. Because that's close enough to the kind of song that she's saying is uh, like it's got that kind of warble. But Mm -hmm. this is the first time that she's just like, just done a laugh. I
0: think that, uh, I think that it, yeah, yeah, I like it. And then I think after, I think maybe we sort of transition to. I think we see like the, we see them like maybe sitting by a fire as the, like, I'm I'm wondering actually if it's like. what? Yeah, yeah, go, go, go. Okay, go. so
1: what I was thinking is, after that, uh, I clamber onto the little thing again, uh, the little, like, mossy island, and I, I shake myself off, but then I kind of beckon with my tail, and then, like, with my head, and I'm like, come on, come this way. And um, I'm, I, I'd am like to think, at this point, Umrah, it's probably the size of, like, a pony. Like...
0: I was picturing more a... Like a, I mean, I was thinking more in terms of. I was thinking like cow, like the, like okay. a really big cow. Okay. Yeah. Because I I picture in my head cows like big cows being bigger than big horses, if that that's makes
1: valid. sense. That's valid. I mean, in my head, I was picturing a young Clydesdale, and then I was like, maybe that's mm. too big, and then I made like it a pony. But
0: yeah. Well, I'm all I, I'm actually thinking of a. A very big crocodile, which would be like a very big crocodile is of similar size to, in terms of conceptualizing, to large camps. Yeah,
1: they actually like, are. Yeah, for sure. um So right. yeah, okay, that, about that size, totally makes yeah. sense. So at the at the point basically where Lyleford could actually sit and ride her for a little bit without
0: her necessarily. You're a log. Hitting. You're a, you're a fallen tree. Like.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm a log. Yep. Uh, so eventually, like, I'm scampering ahead towards a place, and Lylefer can't keep up, and I'm, I, it's, it's no problem for me to duck and weave and dodge out of things, but because I'm kind of at the point where I'm still young, I, I'm not paying attention to the fact that the things that I duck under are the exact things that hit Lylefer in the face, or the things that I, like, move aside instinctively with a tail or a wing are the things that then snap back and trip him. So eventually there comes a point where I just round around and I just like, in a very swift motion, like I shove my head under his feet and I just hoist him back onto my back and then I just keep running.
0: I feel like even though, I feel like these moments, we see them are happening immediately after one another, but I feel like there's perhaps an implication of some time having passed.
1: I like that. Yeah, almost like
0: a. a almost montage. like you look a little bit larger. That ring is closed up. Your wounds are healed. Yeah, I'm not wet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Even though they sort of flow right into one another, a close observer of this narrative unfolding would be able to tell.
1: Um, I like that.
0: This is this is some sometime in the close future. Yes. Like maybe a couple of days or so. later. I like
1: that. So. uh
0: and so you've like scooped me up onto I've your back. I've scooped
1: you up onto my back, and I'm kind of just, yeah. uh, you know, bounding through the forest. I don't think my wings are strong enough at the point to to carry both of us yet. Um,
0: Not for a flight, but maybe for a glide. Yes. As maybe there's like a small ravine in the woods coming up.
1: Thinking that actually, yes. Um, I'm not prone to cliff sides, because I have negative experiences with them, but I have made a sort of minor den in a little bit of a nook of a cave, uh, Mm -hmm. along a little ravine within the woods. It's not overlooking anything major, it's just within the woods, almost like a um, gorge.
0: It's it's like a knot in the ground, where a bit of the ground has sort of like been pushed up, Um, right?
1: Yeah, (coughs) kind of like that, exactly. Um, And... (laughs) <laughs> and as I run there, I um, like I really quickly, I almost like sit down immediately so that Lylfer slides right off my back and onto the ground. And then I s- go to the edge of the- this little opening in the rock. It's it's barely enough to just fit me into it. So I would have to squeeze through it, but for Lylfer, it's enough room to move through. Uh, but I sit at the edge of it and I kind of extend a wing in a very, um, Will Smith pose kind of thing, you know, uh, at the opening of this.
0: So I've, I've, I've been like sort of thrown off you again.
1: Yes. Right? You were thrown off me yeah. onto like your behind and you're sitting so as I Will Smith pose at the entrance to this.
0: I'm actually envisioning a slightly different tone of events where you throw me off, and I sort of, like, go tumbling forward. And the thing that stops me is I slam chest forward oh. into a tree. <laughs> and then I, like, grab the tree. And I just kiss the tree. And I'm like, oh, thank you. For a second. <laughs> and then I sort of, like, turn around, out of breath, winded. like, thank you. <clears throat> and then I see you striking this pose. It's sort of, like, trying to work out what you're attempting to Indicate to me.
1: And, like, my eyes are closed, Then I open one, and I, like, gesture with my head at the doorway, and I, like, close my eye again, and then I open it again, and then I, like... I open both eyes, and I kind of lean my neck in, and I'm like, are you, are you okay? You okay? Yeah, you're okay. I don't see any blood. Okay. All right. This way.
0: I think I think we see Lalfa almost... I think they close their eyes and, like, tilt their head so that one of their ears is closer to you, and they're sort of, like, looking down... Their face is turned down slightly towards the uh, ground, but their ear is, like, directly at you. And I think that they're listening to the sound of you to try and gauge what your mood is Mm -hmm. and what it is you're trying to get to happen because it is easier for them to hear your spirit than it is to try and read your face, I think.
1: Fucking cute as hell. Okay. Um
0: And so I, I I'm I'm interpreting that you want me to go into the cave and you're very excited to show me something. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah and that's and, think... and that's kind of what uh Umret is repeating almost of like go inside, go inside, look what I have to show <laughs> Come you. Play
0: with play me play with
1: me in this space. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think they sort of stroll over, pulling up their, like, hood of their cloak as they step into the cave, um, wary of spider webs, um, and sort of a hand out in front of their face, actually, as they walk in, like, um, this is a thing that I do when I come home, actually. Uh, at night because there's like a tree that I uh, have to walk under mm-hmm. and then like a big huge bush near it and so this often spider webs form in that space mm-hmm. and so I just walk with a hand out in front of my face yes. so that my hand breaks the web yeah. because I can't see it in the darkness Yes,
1: I have to walk like that um, through my laundry room but that's a separate story
0: <laughs> and so yeah I think, I think we see them walking through that and what do I see in this in this cave?
1: So, you enter and it's dark. You barely see anything, but then after a couple of seconds, you hear Umrit bounding after you and, like, she kind of has to, like, pull herself up and walk on her tiptoes so that the girth of her body is above the narrowest part of this little entrance, which is no problem for you, but she has to kind of maneuver herself through here, but it turns out that as she was, um figuring things out she she wound a bunch of leaves within her tail and she like a a bundle of sticks and leaves and she is holding it above her head in the same way that like someone would hold like a carrot over a horse um and she lights out on fire with a little puff as as a makeshift little um torch (laughs) (laughs) and it's only got a few seconds of light and it absolutely singes her own feathers but it shows off this little cave full of the most nonsensical little baubles there are woodpecker feathers uh there's a nest of birds with these broken eggshells and then next to it is what's clearly a weasel that was totally eating those eggshells totally dead um (laughs) it's rotten it's completely unusable but it's clear that like somehow she came upon this scenario and couldn't let either part of it go it's all these little things that matter to her uh the bark of a tree that a deer had been eating that you can see she took a bite out of, didn't like it, spat it back out, but respected too much and tried to piece it together. Um, just all these little trinkets, uh, there's a piece of moss from the island she was resting on. There is a tiny golden coin that she found. And then, um, in, in the center of this all is a little shard of her own eggshell that she actually had the daring to go back to the cliff where you found her at and take that piece back.
0: I think I think as Lyalfur is looking over this, there's a lot of like mixed emotion. Mm-hmm. There's like a bit of anger at the 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 things that you've killed and wasted. <laughs> But, like, an understanding that you don't have a comprehension of waste. Uh, and, and like, a a, like, confusion and, like, little twinges of fear that you'd gone back to that dangerous place. And also, like, a sense of, a sense of overarching joy for the fact that they realize that these are things that you... That that you like, and like looking around at them and being like, and then sort of walking close to the deer. Is it a? Does it have ants?
1: Uh, no. This is probably a doe. Okay.
0: Yeah. Sort of like looking at it. And be like this is a nice collection of stuff you have, but and sort of looking you up and down. It's like you're not gonna fit in here for a very long time. And also, I don't think we can stay here. I think we're going to have to leave soon. And it's not because you did anything wrong, but it's because, well, it's going to get harder for us to find food here because you need to eat a lot, (laughs) especially as you grow bigger. If we stay in one place, then you'll eat all the food. We have to. And then they sort of bend down and like touch the rotting deer like and we have to be a bit more careful because if you you can't we can't waste this see if I'd known that you had killed this and you'd eaten a bit of it and you didn't like it then I could have eaten it and then it wouldn't have gone to waste because this thing was alive like you and me and when we kill stuff in order to keep ourselves alive we have to respect the thing that we've killed and you understand that it's really disrespectful to waste something's life don't you Uh. i'm not angry by the way i understand deer isn't for everyone you know it tastes a bit funny i know (laughs) i know that it's you know some people think it tastes a bit watery which is you know whatever but you know I, i i i just think that it's important for you if you if you eat if you try something and you don't like it you can give it to me and I will eat it like that's that's alright like we don't have to waste food and then the food in in a place will last a bit longer you know so she takes a, a,
1: a little bit to think about this she kind of slumps back down onto her hind legs and she um folds her wings around herself in an almost like a like like the 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 human equivalent of crossing one's arms in front of themselves mm-hmm. um, in a pondering kind of way, and she looks around her room of stuff, and she she nods up at you, and you can hear what almost sounds like a yes from her, just like she's she's learning to put this speech together. It's a little bit hissy. It's a little bit. Deep in the throat, but it's almost like a yes. <laughs> but then she leans in with her head, and she picks up this dead deer, and beneath it is a smaller hole, and she sweeps away some of the leaves of the cave, and there are little tracks, and there's a den of foxes living beneath there. And then she, um, like drags the deer back over the den um, and then she walks over
0: to sort of implying that the deer is food for the foxes. yeah, yeah, yeah uh,
1: and then she walks over to like the um the little pile of moss that she has, and she lights a little bit of fire out of her nose uh, and and mouth and you can see these tiny little spores growing up out of it, these little um, fruiting bodies of, of this moss that are growing up. And she then proceeds to puff on it, and then all the spores just, like, float over the entire cavern. Um, but then she, she does realize, like, you can see, uh, as she kind of, like, turns in a little circle of contemplation, uh, in the same way that a cat or a dog would do as they're like trying to figure out where to lie down, But she turns in this circle of contemplation and she realizes that um it is kind of it's 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 easy to do this when it's in an enclosed space in a controlled environment, and it is not the same as doing it outside. So she um brushes past you. I say brushes, but she doesn't really it's like how a cat rubs up against you but it's yeah. got the entire, like, body equivalent of a very large cow. I've crocodile. seen cows do that to people <laughs> and knock
0: them over. Yeah, just a very large cow gently brushing against you. It's a big, th- scaly, feathery cow, and they <laughs> almost fall into a wall.
1: Yeah, Lyleford just fucking, like, has to desperately grab onto the wall. Um, and she does this stupid foolhardy thing where she's going to just, like, huff out a breath of the hottest fire she can and then charge at the opening to see if she can crumble a little bit more of the opening open.
0: (laughs) I think we see Laofa, like, quickly, like, run as they, like, hear the song of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And they run and they jump up onto your back and quickly, like, push on the back of your neck, as if to lower your head, um, and at the last minute, you sort of, like, I imagine that there is a sort of a feeling between the two, a connection, um, as Lalfa also, like, crouches down on your back, and is, like, pushing on your vertebra, not holding on to you, even, not even clinging to you, like you would trying to ride, like, a horse without a saddle. It's all just trying to control, uh, your movements and none of trying to stay on the dragon, um, and pushing you, um, down under, uh, under the edge of this thing that there was no way you were going to (laughs) destroy, um, as we sort of like slide out into the opening. Um, And then I think maybe there's like a moment where they sort of notice this ability to communicate with one
1: another. Yeah, and I think.
0: And then I think maybe we should move on to the next part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you've got more to add. add I was more, just going
1: to say that I think that that is maybe the first moment that Lylefer and Umrit realize that in that in that connection, it's almost like they're they're talking and communicating, but mentally and without words. But then, yeah, I
0: think we should move on. Cool. In which case, um, I sustained a minor wound twice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's one for me. I kissed the ground after a stomach-turning stunt. I steered the dragon up over a dangerous landmark. I steered you under a dangerous Close
1: landmark. enough, yeah. I didn't
0: actually think I was going to get that one, and then I <laughs> saw the chance at the end there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I gave the dragon a trinket or bauble to wear. So I got all four of mine done. I... <laughs> I thought I was only going to get three done.
1: Yeah. So I definitely singed the rider's clothing or hair. Clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I showed the rider my hoard. I dumped the rider unceremoniously into a body of water. Uh, but I think I also need to add that I scared the writer with an unorthodox maneuver. I didn't, I wasn't even planning that. I
0: think you only get the boundaries you that intended, intended? Okay. to hit, but I'm going to, I'll double check. Um When a scene ends, review much no wages idea. you yeah. made to your partner. If a wager happened in the fiction. Yeah, look, it doesn't expressly state if you didn't. I didn't, um, originally count the wager, but I feel like that's the intention.
1: Then I'm totally, I'm totally fine with that, because those are the only ones that I intended to write into the fiction, for Indeed. sure.
0: Indeed. Uh, like the other ones sort of happened. Like, yeah. for example, we, Im- I implied that we had caught a wild animal to eat previously.
1: Right. and Even though... I implied I certainly tried, and then I failed. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Um, cool. All right. Well, let's move on to the next scene. Yeah, I got four bonds here in front of me, and you've got three. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, let's jump into our next scene. It's interesting. I think maybe we're describing a bit more than what they intended, and so we're taking a bit longer than the game uh, as written, I which was, is fine. I was like definitely going to say, it
1: seems like we're going a little bit more in depth well, than they would I've, have necessarily I've, intended. I
0: found with this kind of scene, I mean maybe they expect more of a montage, but um I don't know. Uh, I definitely have found with these kinds of games the first scene is really long, so you kind of like getting a sense of each other and then like as it goes it gets shorter. But we'll see. It might not be that might not be the way this ru- ends up running out. Um, so the second scene is when we first faced danger. Danger can be anything, and the instigator of danger can be anyone. In this scene, uh, scare each other. Scare or scar? Uh... S-C-A-R-E. Scare, I
1: guess. Yeah, that's scary.
0: I'm bad with scare and scar. That's
1: okay. Um, Yeah, I think it's
0: scare. Put yourself in danger and demand help from the other. Be afraid and insecure about your abilities. Escalate the situation whenever possible. Remember that this danger is not final, nor should it be you will have world-ending danger to face at the end of the game. At the height of the danger in this scene, you should make it out by working together and saving each other from harm. At the end of the scene, the other planet is uncomfortably close now and takes up the majority of the sky. There is no doubt a collision is coming. Yeah, important to note that over that previous one, we've probably... In that previous scene, we probably saw... Whenever there were shots of the evening, we probably saw that planet creeping closer. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Alrighty, where is my thingy for the thingy? When we first faced danger. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely a girl with that one, because I love that stuff.
1: I will say that uh, in the in the beginning part at one point, they say optional, like an hour-long fantasy music, epic music mix thing.
0: I've been listening yeah, to that. Yeah, I real. <laughs> I realized that halfway through and was like, oh, damn it, I should have picked one.
1: I've been listening to that. It's been delightful.
0: Oh, excellent. It's
1: been really well synced up, weirdly enough, but... uh, Is
0: it, like, on YouTube or something? Yep,
1: it's just... It's a YouTube. It says, one hour epic music mix, and I just...
0: You should drop the link in the Discord chat, and I will... And I will... um, I'll make a note in, like, the production notes, like, add this as the soundtrack. <laughs> you, yeah. Like, I won't add it into the recording, but I'll be like, you can listen to this. Yeah. This is what we were listening to. For
1: sure.
0: I mean, I'll, I'll bring it up now. One
1: second. Right,
0: right of course. I'm still reading over my wages as well to work out what I'm gonna do. I have
1: water. Thanks. Okay. I'm here, for sure. Uh, one of the bands that's listed in in this epic music mix is, um, oh my god, it's by oh, this band called Two Steps From Hell, and they do a lot of music for movies and just epic things, and if you just listen through their entire discography,
0: it matches perfectly. <laughs> Excellent. Do you have that YouTube link? Yes, I'll send I'll for sign the, it. for the for the linky yes. for the for the. Yes. What do you call that thing? The, Compilation. The, do- the doobly That was a hard. The doobly do. Phrase to find. You got it.
1: The. <laughs> the I should I should send you this. Uh, this is what I started listening to when I ran out of time um, on, on this thing. Is their current album is called. <laughs> their current album is called Dragon.
0: Of course it is. <laughs> um, all right, I have my wages. Do you have yours? Um, let's see. I'm just
1: finding what applicable items I would like to use. Yes, I have mine.
0: Cool. All right, well, I wager five.
1: <laughs> I wager four.
0: <laughs> nice. Um, I am expecting to not get to all of these, but I'm wagering five. Okay. Um, cool. So, in that case, where are we when we encounter... Th- wh- where, where are we? Let's start with that. Where are we?
1: So, I'd like to think that we are in the sky. I think that I'm big enough that you can fly on me. Mm-hmm. I think that... Maybe
0: you have more of the rings now on you as well.
1: Let's say I have another two. So, I've got a total of three of these bronze rings on my tail. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, my wings are a much greater wingspan. Uh, in the same way, they're, they're this almost elongated, rectangular shape. They're perfect for gliding, and they, they form into this beautiful V in the sky. Also, I realized I never um, described what I thought that I looked like. Um, mm-hmm.
0: I I thought that... I mean, we talked about it a little bit.
1: Not color-wise. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I, I think that uh, Umrah is very pale. Um, She's got these scales that are luminescent, um, almost like uh, mica, mica schist. Um,
0: Mm -hmm. I actually have a piece of mica in front of me.
1: Yeah! So (laughs) she's she's very luminescent in the right light. In the wrong light, she looks kind of dull, but then when the sun hits her just right, and when it's, you know, almost like a, a cloudy, sunny day, she's just this sparkling kind of scaly beauty otherwise she's almost a dull gray but when she's in the clouds she almost blends in perfectly so i imagine that you're flying at a kind of higher altitude right now um and you know there's a light fog of clouds around you uh to the point where it's cold enough that your own that that Lylefer's own air uh, that he that he breathes out is commingling with the the fog and and clouds around him, um, that as he as he breathes out, uh, and uh, you're just kind of gliding in in the sky right now. This is a it's not a completely new development, but it's a fairly new development to go on these longer glides for sure.
0: I think we see. Um we see, Lyle, for, uh is not... They're not, like, in a saddle or anything. They're just sort of, like, pressed against you. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can see that there's, like, a rough... It's not even... It's not a rope. It's more like a sash around your neck. Mm-hmm. And then they're, like, holding onto it. Um, and they're wearing their cloak and it's pulled up, but we can also see that they've got, like, something wrapped around their face. Like, around the lower half of their face. And then... Like maybe a woolen cap on as well, and then a a, um, a piece of cloth wrapped around their eyes. Okay. Um, as well.
1: I just but realized, just... and I'm sorry to mm-hmm. interrupt, but I just realized I've been referring to Lylefer as he because that was the pronouns that you introduced from the start, but you've been referring to them as them.
0: Is that I've been using them because that's just my default when I'm describing a character. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. Um, I think that lover is a him.
1: Okay. I just wanted to know what.
0: Because I have been switching. I just have been using they more often.
1: Okay. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, we were yeah, on no, the same no, 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 page. Yeah, no, no. I think that's and fine. I'm totally. That's fine. Yeah. It's no problem at all for me to switch the pronouns I was using. I no, just indeed. Was assuming. Indeed. Oops.
0: gee. Okay. Uh, yeah, Go and I think, I think we can see that that cloth is. Maybe thin enough that you could make out shadows through it, mm-hmm. but uh, it's definitely mostly obscuring. Um, I think it's probably. Cause there, I, I'm not. I'm feeling like, like there's no goggles in this setting. Like I feel like we don't have the technology for goggles. And I also feel like if if my breath is commingling with the fog, <laughs> then it's probably cold enough up here that I want my my face as covered as possible. Probably,
1: yeah. Yeah, I I definitely think that that it's it's chilly enough that Lyle will want to be covered, <laughs> just because uh, you don't have an internal fire and you don't have.
0: I do not. I do not burn with that fire. <laughs>
1: you don't burn with that fire yet. yet.
0: <laughs> Although I mean, looking at some of the images in this book, I
1: know <laughs> maybe you'll get there. There's
0: one of like a person. I mean, it's like rain or something in front of them. But it, when I first saw it, I thought that that was that they were like burning with light.
1: I thought so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so Um, that's... That could be it. So we're flying. Yeah, so we're we're just kind of flying. Um, I, I think that Umre is in a very comfortable state, and I think that she's gotten much better... With her speaking. Mostly in that her speaking is... um, It's almost completely clear internally to Lyle In regards to that weird, like, mental connection that they have. Um, Mm -hmm. Where sometimes what she'll do is she'll sing. But he'll hear her words. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is totally, like, on... in 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 sync with exactly how they communicate um but out loud if she's trying to speak out loud it's still a little bit harder for her um but so she she is speaking and asks if there's anything anywhere in particular that he would like to see today how far is he willing to take the
0: wind I think I start singing a song about the sea and about, um, I think it's a, I think it's like a sailor's song about, uh, wanting to return home to, to, uh, to, I mean, you know, it's a sailor song. So it's a song about wanting to return home to my wife and, (laughs) and see, see my children again. Mm -hmm. And then like this, like the, the first two verses are about, um, the like the first verse is about wanting to go home. The second verse is about uh, how difficult it was to leave, and then the third verse is about how much I want to leave again now that I am home. Um, right? Um, and I think that I think that it's just like a song that for knows. But it is I am attempting to indicate we should because it's hard to just shout. So they're singing so that you can feel the music as well. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's the, it's, you know, go down to the sea and let's go find a small town and maybe we can, uh, maybe we can, uh, you know, get something useful there.
1: Okay. Um... So definitely, with the singing, almost through the reverberations of of your body and of your song.
0: Yeah, because I'm like pressed against you. Yeah. But I'm not like gripping onto you.
1: Yeah. So through. That
0: is how that is how tight our bond is. Yeah. I don't need to hold onto you.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> you, you say that, and yet I certainly didn't try a crazy aerial maneuver. But who knows? Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, so, so she she, you know, is is aware of this and um, she kind of like flicks her ears back and forth uh, and and is aware of, of what's happening and then she does this, it almost feels to Lyle for it almost feels lazy the descent that she does because all she does is angle a single wing in a particular direction in the way that you can see uh, an a, a vulture or an eagle, uh, like lazily flying their way down a thermal, just in a beautiful spiral, um, mm-hmm. and and she she plays with the wind, she plays with air. It's always been very clear in the way that she can control her song and she can control um, her fire. That that this this air based sort of I don't know awareness is her her main state of being so she she does this deep inhale as she's floating down on this thermal and she is so delighted about this that she almost loses herself in the descent and not in a way she's she's older a little bit she's not the same level of excited kind of bounding uh excitement that she had before but in a way where it's, it's this freeing uh, openness, this kind of, this open acceptance almost. Um, so she, she's floating down and she's not necessarily hyper aware of her surroundings, uh, which means that she's drifting into this opposite side of your town and your village that you've come to know.
0: I don't even think this is necessarily a town that I that I am from. It's just that is the song that I use to say go to a town near the sea.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. So then she goes and she knows better at this point than to be like, Hello, I'm gonna land in the center of the town because Mm -hmm. I think with her coloration and with her stature, it's very clear she's like she's a runt and she's almost like, I wouldn't say albinism, but she didn't get exposed to as much fire, I guess. Uh, she wasn't heated by the warmth of her mother's fire. So she looks pale. She looks cold. She's in the air and in the frost. And she um, she knows better than to just be like, hello, it's me, the local
0: run." I think maybe I also do not have the normal trappings of a rider either. Because I have not been, like... Gifted the things a normal rider would be gifted.
1: Right. You don't have this having
0: been chosen.
1: Intricate saddle, no intricate reins.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe you're a dragon. I don't have
0: a I don't have a wing suit. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they have like I feel like you'd have wingsuits. Probably.
1: I also feel like that uh, for what I'm, I'm imagining in my brain is that maybe riders often have a lot of um they have a lot of trappings from their dragons. So you can see a typical rider wearing a dragon shed scales upon their like pauldron or something like that. But instead of that, Lylefur is wearing the gifts that I've given. So Lylefur will have random (laughs) stones, like uh, in a bracelet, or like random, like I I found every single river stone with a hollowed out hole, every single you know fairy fairy stone, and those are fastened mm. around a necklace, or, um, you know a particular mossy strand of bark is is holding their hair up, something along those lines. Instead of like I decorate myself with the plumes of my dragon kind of thing.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think as we draw closer to the ground, um, and we're sort of like singing this song of the, like humming this song of drifting on the wind, Laofa starts, uh, feels their heart starting to beat really quickly, and then their ears like almost twitch, and we see this, I feel like we, the audience sees a shot of like Laofa's eyes inside of the, of the face wrap, um they see a shot of their eyes closing and then like tightening and then we can he- it ch- it changes from the beautiful sound of our little humming to this like wall, like drumming of a beat. Ooh. And then, uh, and then Lalfa like, uh, Lalfa, uh, like presses close to you. Um, and whispers, uh, something inaudible into the wind, mm-hmm. um, and then like taps your neck in a way almost like uh, as if to say it's time to work. Uh, and I think we, as we drop below the clouds, we see this town burning. Well, not this, this small fishing village, like, well, not even a fishing village, but a small town burning, and uh, like. Raiders ships coming up onto the beach, uh, and men and warriors storming through this town. Um, and, uh, and then I start singing a song, uh, that is like a warning song, like a song to remember, uh, when, uh, when the others have come from across the sea, um... Uh, that, you know, how you will know them and how you will see them and that they they walk with thunder and uh, all these other things.
1: Okay. Wow. All
0: uh, right. I'm singing like this boogeyman type song of how you will recognize these very people down below us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I- and I think maybe the last line of the song is something to the effect of uh, mm-hmm. when they come, you should pray... Uh, that a dragon is near, because nothing else can stop them. Nice. And I think as I say that line, I let go of the sash around you and roll off your neck and plummet down towards the ground and just, tear like, teardrop into the water. Um, And then you can see me, like, grabbing on to the side of one of their boats and climbing up as I, like... Draw my knife.
1: Oh shit. Okay. Um, and I think at the same time you do this, Umrit's eyes go from this sort of like sky blue, pearlescent, almost like, um, In the same way that a black pearl looks with this sort of pearlescent beauty to him, they steal over. And she prepares every core of herself to sing a song so deafening and so finalizing that every bit of attention will be drawn towards her. And she lets loose this, um, intense, just, it's not a, uh a shriek it's it's just this this beautiful like shrill
0: it's almost like a a whistling it's a
1: whistle yeah it's almost like what the wind sounds like between two panes of glass during a hurricane it's just Mm this infinite ear drawing not eye drawing like it draws the ear to it um and it it garners everybody's attention upon the ships um and she it's it's so aware that that everybody looks up at her everybody claps their hands to their ears and everybody is is in that moment
0: yeah and then I think as as they are focusing on you I've like climbed up the side of one of these boats out of the water and then I just uh, I just like start stabbing people and mm-hmm just cutting these raiders, uh, as quick as I can and taking their swords from them and then cutting them and throwing them at them and just twirling around, taking their weapons from them and cutting, cutting at them, uh, and using them against them, uh, until I've like cleared this boat enough and I like sheath my knife and pick up, uh... Uh, one of their shields uh, and one of their uh, one of their spears and I just like throw this spear through one of the guys watching you and then jump off the boat holding the shield up as I like close and it's sort of like there's one person coming at them from behind and then a dragon up in the sky and it's like well who cares about the one person and I'm just taking full advantage of your distraction
1: nice and so I having uh, created this deafening uh, uh, shattering and attention drawing sound
0: I-, I think their drums have stopped and like the, the, there's not even people like shouting about there's no one shouting like oh there's a dragon there's no one shouting like oh stop that guy that's fighting it's, it's just they hear your call and your like screech and it's just like silence, and we can. I think the I think the viewer would like see, would hear nothing except your screech sounding almost distant, and the occasional like wet sound of knife through flesh.
1: Yeah, something that I really dig is this is a very mm-hmm. specific uh, bird person thing. But the yeah, thing is, uh, with with feathers and with wings.
0: Um oh yeah. When you I know what you're going to talk about, so <laughs> please go. So
1: so with owls, the reason you don't hear their feathers beating uh, is because they have these little barbs along the side. But I don't think that Umrit has feathers based on an owl. I think she has feathers based on a vulture. And those those primaries are a very sharp and perfect thing. And as she spreads out her wings to land upon a different ship You just hear this whistle getting louder and louder as the wind just goes through the open pinions of her feathers, and it just creates this whistle that's in complete concordance with her song. This is no longer the dissonant child warbling on the edge of a cliff. This is literally something the size of a cliff hurtling towards a ship. And she doesn't care about the people that are on it. She doesn't even necessarily care what's going on. She has become essentially a rocket, a meteorite. She's been filling herself with her own fire, and at the very last moment, she lets it loose so that she becomes engulfed in her own flame and song as she barrels into one of the ships, and she just explodes it with her energy.
0: Yeah, I think as that explodes and, like, the shrapnel starts raining down, we see, like, a bunch of the people, the The raiders have, like, encircled um, uh, Lilfur. And they've, and uh, Lilfur's, you know, they just threw their spear away to kill one of them. And is closed <laughs> and just has the shield and is just circling in the middle of them with the shield pointed outwards. And, like, they're not showing fear because their face is covered but they're definitely feeling it. Oh. And I think as these people close, Lalfa's like, blocking their blows as best they can, and, like, you know, one of their swords, like, cuts uh, lalfas leg, um, and then, like, they, like, block it with their arm, as, block another blow with their uh, free arm as they, like, bash someone back with the shield, and then this bit of moss-covered wood that is on Laofa's arm like they like shoot their arm out like another shield and the uh, a sword just uh, hits the wood and the wood splinters into a hundred pieces but their arm is fine underneath but this sign of our bond is sort of shattered
1: mhm
0: mhm um yeah and I think the more of these people more of the people on the beach are like rushing just around Laofa um because they've worked out oh that must be the rider let's kill the rider Mm -hmm. and then i think a bunch of the like the people of the boats are like trying to aim ballistas at you maybe Mm
1: -hmm. so i've taken out one boat with my meteorite thing but at this point i'm a feathered and scaly creature in the water i i Mm -hmm. am stuck in a location that i have literally no power in um
0: You are not a duck.
1: I am not I am not a duck. Uh neither am I a loon. Uh even though what I've done seems kind of loony. Haha! bird jokes. All right. All right. Oh, ho, ho. So, <laughs> so I am so If
0: only we had a goose track. <laughs> It'd be unstoppable Damn it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, geese are fucking terrifying. <laughs> so so,
0: Umrit
1: <laughs> is kind of doing this like flap, this almost like this terrible imitation of like the butterfly stroke in the water. She is flapping and she is doggy paddling her way. Oh,
0: I've seen kookaburras do that. I've seen fail to pull up
1: properly. Yeah, they're they're essentially what they're trying to do is push down on the water with their wings, and it propels the kookaburras
0: are kingfishers, not king swimmers.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Um, So she sees Lylefer on the beach, and she is terrified. Um, And she (laughs) she is flapping her way towards the shore the best of her ability uh, her wings are soaked and she has certainly sustained some damage from literally dive bombing into an entire ship which is sinking around her by the way Yeah, um, and
0: I think we can see like people like throwing uh, s- uh, spears into the water yes. uh, at you and like arrows being loosed, which probably I would be more worried about the spears than the arrows if I was like Right.
1: Like, the arrows hit her, and she shakes her head, and twenty go flying off. But a spear yeah. pierces itself in between, like, um, the nape of her neck and her shoulder, and she lets out a roar. And it's so rare to hear Umrit roar, because every noise, every sound that she makes is with purpose. Every bit of air that she consumes and produces is with an intent, but a roar is just a pure and immeasurable creation of just pain. And so she is in so much pain as she is just struggling and flapping against the water until eventually her claws start scraping against the earth. And she starts kicking up against the dirt to a point where the water becomes completely you can't see through it anymore it's she's created such a dust cloud within it and i think I, i despite whatever Lylefer has been doing on the meantime avoiding uh the battle or or skirting around his opponents the second that umber gets a grip upon the ground and the earth her claws dig in And she pushes every part of herself forward, and she rockets her entire body lengthwise into whatever line of opponents is facing Lylefer, and she literally just falls upon them.
0: So I think what we see while you're like, we're interstitially cutting between you, like, struggling to get that hold Mm -hmm. and Lylefer. And Lylefer's like, beating off these people, and then like, this huge woman puts her hand on the on one of the uh the the raiders shoulders and they all just part and they just start like murmuring and we can feel the song changing again. And this person just like looks at the weakening Lalfra and puts their sword uh to Lalfra's arm where it's been cut and sees the band and then we hear her say in a language that we don't that That we don't know, yet we can tell the intent Mm -hmm. of what they're saying is, I know you. Uh, And I have seen this band before. And then I think we see uh, Alpha throw their shield at this person as they draw their knife. And the person just like step back away from it. And then they like toss their shield down. And they've just got their sword. And they're just like beating... Uh, with the flat of it rather than actually cutting them, like slapping them on the back of the Ooh. leg or slapping their arm with it. Um, uh, and then we hear them say, in like a sort of a grumbly, this is not a language I like to use uh, voice, say, I will take your dragon. Uh, as they're like slapping at uh, Lalfa, And then I think that is when we see you just smash into them. Just heave like a
1: my truck. Yeah, heave my entire body dripping, bloody, and just anguished out of the water. And I am, I am, I am like weighed down with anger, with the weight of the water and the weight of my intent. And I just feel fall upon everybody in this fucking massive pile.
0: And as you, like, are tearing up these people, uh, Laofa, like, uh, jams their knife down into the ground and, like, pulls, like, a a carved wooden whistle out of their... Out of their clothes And starts like Blowing on it And it's It's a similar sound To the whistling You were making earlier Except now it's like Being played By an instrument And Lyle was just Playing this loud Whistling song On this like Flute As you tear apart This beach.
1: Oh man And I am My tail is whipping To and fro I had just Molted My feathers were beautiful But they are Falling off I am embedding My quills into the arms and the insides of people, I am so absolutely, like, intent upon being the battering ram between my rider and danger that I am just stumbling. Uh, Have you ever seen a horse dressage and do that terrible diagonal walk? I'm mm-hmm. doing that by accident, not on purpose, but just weighed down from the weight of people on my tail or on my wings and just smacking and moving. I'm almost, I'm a sideways battering ram, essentially.
0: And I think as you're, like, tearing up these people and L'Alf is playing this song, I think we see them, like, sort of, like, stumble and then, like, collapse into the sand and black out And uh, as you are...
1: <laughs> and um, I, I see that in my peripheral vision uh, I see the splinters of the shield at their side and I just let out a keening sort of yell and I turn around in circles facing everybody and I unleash this last breath of fire that I can muster until I see that nearby there is a small hamlet and the fishing people have been watching this entire thing and in a terrible moment I see their boats and I see their awareness and I find within myself the last bout of strength to whip my tail around toss (laughs) toss the uh opponents within my tail's range at this entire fishing hamlet's boats, and then with a bellow, I set those boats (laughs) on fire. Yeah. So they are covered in these raiders, but they are the boats of an innocent hamlet being burned.
0: Look, I mean, you killed the raiders. (laughs) Yeah, and I think maybe that's where we sort of, like, I think that's where the scene draws to a close. These raiders, like, Mostly all dead or running for the hills, and then just you staring at the villagers through the flames of their destroyed ships, and the villagers staring back at uh, at. Uh, at us yeah as maybe you scoop me up well and we
1: yeah i i definitely scoop you up limping i'm also in pain i don't think that mm-hmm. uh Umara gets out of this unhurt in any way yeah. uh she's she's got some pretty serious scars on her uh and she's probably in a lot of pain but she absolutely um um scoops you up and and gets out of
0: there and I think as you move away, we see a bunch of the, like, the older villages sort of look up at the sky and see that looming planet hanging. And then they all just sort of spit at the ground, that, like, superstitious, I will spit to ward off the evil spit.
1: Yeah, um, uh, in Russian, instead of knocking on wood, we spit three times over our shoulder so instead of being like saying like i hope i don't get sick knock on wood we say i hope i don't get sick <laughs>
0: like, like we just mimic the uh spitting so i get that yeah um cool i managed to get all four so uh i will know danger intimately from some past event i will rush headlong in front of i thought you bet
1: five my my darling
0: Oh, did I actually say five? You
1: totally did say five, my friend.
0: Good. Did I get them all? Hang on. I did. So, I will know danger intimately from past events. I think that I thoroughly portrayed that. Yes. I will rush headlong into uh, danger, despite having no scales to protect me, Um, and I will, like, uh, I will. I did not manage to spit blood on the floor. I was so I waiting for that. The wiping off. I realized I should have done it before I started playing the music, but I was like, mm, I'm not going to retcon it. I missed the opportunity to do that. <laughs> that's, that's okay. Fine. So, it was. Uh, I I will fall off the dragon mid flight. You did that. <laughs> and I will black out at the worst time. You
1: did that.
0: So uh, that's four for me.
1: Yeah. In in a similar vein, I did three out of four. I did deafen the area with a defensive roar. Uh, I faced the danger to my own detriment, and I consumed something valuable with my flames in order to protect you, uh, in that I burned innocence
0: stuff. What was the one you missed? I wanted to become so hurt I was unable to pick myself up. I wanted to collapse on top of you. I thought. I, f- I feel like that counted. I feel like that was when you were in the water and you couldn't get to me.
1: Uh. Okay, I mean, I, I'd be willing to do that because I, I was floundering.
0: Because if, cause if you'd got to me sooner, then that would have been a very different situation. Yeah, because right? cause my wings Like, that's were... how I, in... and. That, because that... when I was yeah. looking at the list for you, I was and I saw that happening, I'm like, oh yeah, you're trying to do that. That's fine, I can work th- that in. That, I thought that that was what. I were mean, doing.
1: if 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 that's what you yeah. think, that I think that's reasonable, but that's not what I had in mind.
0: I I was hoping. Yeah, I mean, I think so. It's important to note that, like, I didn't plan out any of these things before <laughs> I started. Yeah. Like, I just was like, these are the prompts, and I will look for opportunity. The only one I thought about really was, I knew that I wanted to have. For the danger, I knew that it was either going to be some weird monster, like, weird bat things attack us, mm-hmm. or that it's going to be people. Like, it's going to be weird Viking-type raider dudes. Right. Like, that was what I had. And everything else was... I didn't even know for fall-off, I was like, that'll come up. Either I will get knocked off because we're being attacked by bats, or, like, I'll, I'll fall off as you roll, like, whatever. Um yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: I mean, I, think that that was good. I, so that's, I, I that's... guess, I guess I'm totally for. Like, I was definitely unable to pick myself up because I literally could not get out of the water. If that's, yeah, if that's what you want to give yeah. it to, I'm, I'm fine with that. that I think that sense. that
0: counts. Okay, so four, um, four, uh, wagers, yeah. four bonds. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So next. God. Okay. The music scene. is
1: perfect, and uh, let me just say. I would love to produce a separate version of this where I should give you timestamps for when people should start playing this album. <laughs>
0: like that would be cool. It's great. It would also be fun to do a. Um, I was thinking about this a second ago. I was thinking about it would be. I was. I thought it would be interesting to do a version of this where we make a deliberate choice to do the narrative in a specific way. But I lost the idea of what.
1: I like cutting to at be. the exact time that the music should.
0: No, 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 no. no. So re- play the game again, but with an with a intention to do it a specific way. I just can't remember what the idea was that I had. It'll probably come It'll back. It'll come back, yeah. Um, okay, the third scene. When we shared a comforting embrace, uh, salving wounds, sharing the night sky, sparkling water falling through jagged rock formations, stretching to the sky like bony fingers... At night, Dragon and rider tend to their scrapes and bruises and reflect on their bond. Accentuate the moonlight as it glints off crystals. Set the mood as sensuously as you can and be gentle in this scene. Dragons have tusks and claws and harsh scales, but in the soft light, those tusks are smooth. Claws, caress, and scales are comfortably cool. Riders may be brash and hot-headed, with squishy bodies in need of protection, but at this glade, in the light of the stars and the approaching planet that banish it, that, that brashness gives way to gentle assertiveness, and the squishy body is soft and warm at your side. At the end of this scene, the planet moves closer every day, the tides begin to drastically change, Your community is at panic. If you look hard enough, you can see mirrored in the air of the second world, riders and dragons just like yourself. Do they feel the same emotions that you do? Well, looks like we have a tending to the wounds romance. Yeah, we sure
1: do. All right. All right. I'm excited. Me too. That's nice. Okay. I'm going to let me look at these. Yeah, no, bet, uh, five, all
0: five <laughs> I am gonna go oh, he, I'm gonna go with three Just because two of them don't really speak One of them doesn't speak to my character And the other one I think might not work okay. um, So I'm gonna go with three
1: Totally okay Oh so wow,
0: yeah, you've got great ones. Yours are, like... Mine are great. Yours are... Look, I've written these on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> you've written these I've on sent, Twitter. I've sent those as messages to people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I, um... I think this is where, at least a few we? days after this battle. Mm-hmm. Um... Some time has passed, our wounds are not as dire. And I think what's important to note is that this is the night of a full moon. Uh, In the full moon, there are a lot of things that become evident. The nearing of this secondary planet is more obvious in the night sky. About as obvious as our scars, our wounds, and the way that our once unmarred skin and unmarred relationship was this this thing of innate and natural smoothness is now covered with bumps and bruises um i think that we are at just a simple pond nothing particularly beautiful nothing it's not something in the middle of this valley or, or in, like, the dip between mountains. It's just a pond in a plain. The bulldogs... Bulldogs. Bullfrogs sing here as anywhere else. I mean, else. What,
0: what if there were bulldogs? Maybe there's Wouldn't bulldogs. Maybe what there's... if bulldogs are like a wild animal? <laughs> Maybe there's bulldogs howling and there's bullfrogs croaking and singing. <laughs> bulldogs desperately trying to howl. <laughs> 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 Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Um, Broken lawnmower trying to start. And
1: there's... (laughs) I just unplugged my headphones leaning over because I just remembered your goddamn, like, most (laughs) immortal quote is it sounds like a bulldog drowning in hummus. (laughs)
0: Uh look, Guild Wars is a fun time. <laughs> we can play that later.
1: <laughs> so somewhere in the distance, a bulldog is drowning in hummus. Um, mm-hmm. But at the moment, we hear bullfrogs. I'm really good at words. Uh, just croaking and, and losing themselves. There's, um, you know, there's, there's crickets chirping, there's frogs in the trees. It, it's just, it's literally any old pond. There's nothing that separates it. There's no particular beauty to it. All that... differentiates it from anything else is the fact that we are both sitting on the edge of it it's been a few days um we both have this mossy and lichen plaster applied over our various cuts and bruises um the the full moon shines upon my alabaster scales and it you know I, I glitter in the same way that the ripples of the wa- wind on the water do. Um, if you were to look at this image upside down, it would look identical either way, with the shimmer of my scales and the shimmer of the moonlight. Um, and I think the rider is tucked up against me. Lylefur is lying against, like, just in in between... Um, like right up against my side, tucked in between my legs, um, and I have my tail wrapped protectively around them. And the water is lapping very gently at the shore. And Lylefur is asleep because uh, their their wounds were.
0: They're asleep because they must.
1: Th- yeah, they have to sleep. Their wounds are gr- were grave, and their body is small. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's so small and supple.
1: Entire. I mean, it is, uh, but they can't eat entire cows to just feel better. Um,
0: Mm -hmm. Their body is. God. I mean, I could.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Their their body's small and um, it's almost a wonder that a body so small could contain a heart so strong. But uh, they they rest against my side, and I I have my tail and my head wrapped around them as as I you know nuzzle closer to them and um, basically provide a a warmth within my chest almost like a, a comforting heating pillow
0: I think we after a beat we see um, allow for a sort of stir and um, and they get up, and they look at your... Well, they don't get up, but they sort of, like, roll around, and they look around you, almost like... I think there is the look of, um, a a small mammal when you hold it on its back in your arms. Mm-hmm. Um, different to a cat, a more rigid mammal, like a dog, or <laughs> a a fox, you know, or a, or a hedgehog, I suppose. You know, like a cat or sort of like the arms sort of like go to this weird A-frame position, whereas a dog is like the arms sort of like hooked. Or even kangaroos. Kangaroos will do the same sort of thing. I'm Hey,
1: Ray, my wonderful, beautiful friend, I have no idea what the hell kangaroos do as I do not live in Australia and have never witnessed a
0: kangaroo. I am picturing like when Simba is laying on their back... In the earlier parts of the life
1: okay I'm gonna take
0: thank you <laughs> thank yes, you <laughs> that will be a more you use- well my first thought was you know when you make a chihuahua lay on its back <laughs> arms, like you don't know a chihuahua. Had that life so like ch- so Chihuahua very is not useful <laughs> kangaroo isn't useful next chain I guess Simba I've made a ferret lie on their backs, but they're. I can't attest whether to where uh, I feel like a ferret is again too floppy.
1: Ferret, an ferrets I are a little bit liquid.
0: Yeah, I think that it's going to have a similar to a cat situation.
1: Exactly, they're just longer cats. I, yes.
0: We want we want a rigid mammal. Okay, all right.
1: I, I think I understand um, the vision you're putting forward.
0: <laughs> indeed. Anyway, I think level sort of like is rolling over, sort of looking up, and then looking over you, and then. They sort of, like, heave out of your grasp and sort of move towards, uh, like, and, and move to grab, like, some more of the poultice that they've been putting on your wounds, and they sort of stroke one of your scars. It's like, I have to tend to you. Mm. As they start applying this paste to your body. And, uh, as they do that, they, uh, they reach, as they finish that, they sort of turn, um, away and say that, um, I wanted to give you something. Um, I, um, I had been making it in secret when we had a chance. And they sort of reach into their bag and they pull out another one of the rings, except this one is less like a chain link, and we see that it's actually got like a sharpened spike on part of it. Um, It's still round, it's still a round ring, and it's still like brass, and we see that it's got like um, carving in it. It's not carving of a specific thing, it's more just like stirring swirling shapes. Um, almost like this is made out of like twisted bits of smaller copper bar entwined around one another to make almost like a thing that looks like a rope. Um, and they sort of hold the spike up. Uh, hold this spiked ring up. And like I was hoping to give you this, and then do you have ears? <laughs> I feel like you don't have ears cause I, you're a lizard.
1: I do have ears. Um, I have these. It's not uh, like I have very small, almost seal-like ears, but they are covered in plumes, kind of like a great horned owl is. Like All the right, the, well, the feather is. plumes are bigger, but I do still have tiny little flaps.
0: If there was a part of you that we were to pierce, which part would it be?
1: <laughs> uh, I it could
0: be your nose. Yeah,
1: I part nuzzle, part. I nuzzle my nose forward, and I hold like my nostril out right there. And I kind of exhale this large puff of air and it flares my notes.
0: And I think we see Laufa like reach down for like a the poultice and sort of rub it on your nose a bit as it's like numbs the wound. Well, the site where a wound will be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see him sort of like take this heaving all not a run, but like a twist. Like when you're trying to throw a tire <laughs>
1: All right. Hey, Ray, for the few of us that haven't had the opportunity to just throw tires.
0: Imagine a hula hoop is heavy and you're trying to do a full body ring toss.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Does that help? Yes. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then they just they sort of like flick their body and heave as they run the ring through your nose
1: as that as the as that happens i i let out a howl i let out this song of um you know part of it is is joy part of it is pain but a lot of it is just encompassing every moment that we live to this far which is a, a beautiful marriage of both of those things, joy and pain, uh, as that's what our entire quest was born of. Um, and it was—it's this—it's this howl that stirs up the rest of the world around us. Whippoorwills start singing, wolves howl in the distance. You hear a fox starting to make its terrible little screaming yippies yippies sound uh an elk braze in the distance um but my howl incites all of this
0: i think i think even the water seems to stir and maybe we can hear the earth groaning
1: yeah yeah
0: the trees creaking
1: yeah everything there's almost like a, a, a um, concentric ring that emanates from me and it's just like this like like <sighs> as it echoes out into the distance around us. And um, I, I exhale this sort of warmth and and delight out of my nose. It cauterizes the wound and it spreads over this pond of water with such a, an immense joy and uh, happiness that I, I pick you up in my arms as I kind of dive into this body of water uh, this little little pond, honestly I can touch the bottom of it with my back and I'm stirring up these clouds of um, you know, silt and, and a couple of fish and frogs skitter away from beneath me but I have you, I'm on my back and I have you laid up against my chest but it's warm and I'm radiating this warmth around me
0: I think we see, well, for, sort of, as they come up out of the water, see them, like, pull their cloak off and throw it towards the water. Um, and then they sort, and then their hands, like, brush against your snout. And then they're sort of, like, caressing more of your face. And they lean in, uh, close, uh, their head, uh chinking against your nose ring um and then they like sort of pull their hand back you see them like brush their hair over to one side and we can see that they have these lining the ridges of their ear these rings similar to your nose ring uh like a whole bunch of them running along the edges of it
1: aww (laughs) and uh when it it gets delighted and like with her arms um, I mean she she definitely lets out this sort of like happy chirp. And Lylefer can hear in their thoughts because because again, she she might not be at the point where she can just speak full ass human sentences yet with her words. She's getting better. She can say phrases. I like,
0: think I think she says word, like, one word, and then there's, like, a whole song that I feel. Yeah. Like, that's the impression I'm getting, like.
1: That's, that's kind of what it is, where she can say one word that encompasses what she's trying to portray, but the whole thing that she's trying to portray is what you get. Um, yeah. and she, um, you know, first you feel and you hear joy, and it's like this bubbling brook in an overflowing waterfall, and uh, the the world in the summer of growth and and joy and expression, and then you hear her say, um, "growth," and you feel something a little bit more, um, like a- almost almost palpable, I guess, where it's this, it goes from this sort of light pastel feeling into something more saturated and more. Uh, brazen almost and she um the way that she is emanating her warmth and and her soul feels a lot more uh purposeful and less just of her being and more of her soul and and, and um intent and then it becomes this sort of like it, it, it combines the two into this just intent and purposeful joy. And she rolls around, dumps you in the water, and she picks you up um, against her snout at the same time while trying to just, like... Basically, she's trying to, like, lick the ear that you just showed her uh, mm-hmm. with the little, like, rings... And after she does that, she nuzzles her entire face against that, and is just kind of rolling Your around. giant, my car giant sized ass, car-sized face. Yeah.
0: And then I think, I think we can like hear for like giggling, as you do that, as they like are <laughs> scooped up by you by your face and then sort of like stroking your uh, head and then um and then they sort of like hum and as they like almost tap you uh indicating like a put me down near the edge of the pond please (laughs) um and I think when you do that it's like really there is a gracefulness to it and we can see in the same way that during the day you on the right day you sparkle and look iridescent. I think as you lower uh, Lafer onto the ground, the moonlight catches in just the right way um, and we si- and then we see um, Lalfour, uh reach out and brush your nose again and then uh, lean up and kiss the tip of your snout. before they pull back and then you know I'm just gonna follow my heart and then they like pull off their wet shirt and let it like drop to the ground and we can see their like sort of lean well not even lean I think we can see their I think we can see their we can see written on their chest cycle of uh, feast and famine that your lives have gone through in that they are not thin um, but there are signs of someone that has gone uh, a few days at a time without food to then eat a lot (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I think we can see Old and new scars and markings of little burns and we can see the armband pressing into their bicep um, and then they sort of, yeah I think then he sort of steps forward closer to the water again and just sort of stares up at you adoringly
1: and when um, what I just bows down her head and um, just the entirety of her front of her snout, her, her nose, her, her forehead, and everything, in, in the gentlest of ways that she can muster. She just presses that directly against him and um, just lets out. Not, it's not even describable words. It's just part of her song, and it is the happiest that Laulfer has ever hurt her.
0: I think, um, I think we can, I think we can see Laulfer, like, clinging to your face and, like, this soft, gentle smile as their hands are, like, running over your feathers uh, and just pressed against you. And, um, I don't know. Is there more that needs to be said? Yeah. Do you think?
1: No, I think that's it. I think just seeing the background of a full moon behind them almost dwarfing the size of the planet encroaching on them. And this
0: Yeah, indeed. And this tender silhouetted against that this tender embrace. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. Well, that was cute I got as fly. Yeah, I got uh, all three. I
1: got four out of five. I think that I didn't actually succeed in licking the rider's wounds.
0: Yeah, I didn't really see
1: that. I, I also didn't just... I just didn't see a moment where I wanted to do that either. Like... Yeah, uh, yeah fair. So, I got four out of five, and I'm okay with that.
0: I got I got three. I got... um I got... I got... Uh, I will give the dragon a gift. I got... I will salve the dragon's runes, and I also got, I will hold the dragon's head in both my hands.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that was a really cute, tender moment. Again, I have some really... And which
0: were the, which were the four that you managed to hit?
1: Oh, I got, I warmed the body of water with my breath. I did that just out of, like, joy as I was diving in. I glittered in the moonlight. Uh, I nuzzled <laughs> the rider with my snout. And then, um... I it wasn't so much a howl as it was just the song as I like. Look, I think that counts. ...saying my joy into the beautiful night sky.
0: Yeah, nice. Look at this little pile of rocks that I got.
1: Yeah, I have a I have a whole pile of stuff over here.
0: We're getting close to the end. We've got like two and a half scenes. We left. are.
1: Uh, I definitely as as uh, when you post this. Um, I'll send you the songs. It'll probably
0: be Monday, to be honest. Okay,
1: I'll send you the songs that I've been listening to at the same time. Uh, and if you even want me to, I could do a, a, a bit where, like, I can edit in the songs. Uh, if you'd want me to do that, because it's not hard for me.
0: Uh, I uh, I I would not, Rather not do that, just because... Copyright I, shit. I think that that is a cool idea. Right. But I know that there are people that would prefer to not have the music in there. And also totally. then, I would have to try and... I would feel uncomfortable to not then...
1: Well, you know what I'll do? Then I will I send you all the songs that I've listened to with the timestamps or around the moments of yeah, when indeed. I... Yeah, indeed, we
0: can, we can do that, and I think that that is cooler yeah. than people can listen to them.
1: Because I've had... Um. I've picked out some good music.
0: <laughs> indeed. Uh, cool. Uh, so, the fourth scene is when we soared with one set of wings, with our bond growing stronger every day... We are nearly unstoppable. Soaring through the spires of sharp mountains, we loop and dazzle with acrobatic displays. Pirouettes and spirals on one set of wings, with rider and dragon moving together as one. Daredevil displays and risky maneuvers are now as easy as breathing, and we do both as one body. Mirrored movements uh, delay a bond more... Delay? No. Belay a bond more... (laughs) Uh, More than physical, both rider and dragon share one mind now. This scene showcases the strongest bond ever known. This is more than a joyous ride in the sky, however. You two have been called to complete some task. Someone is in danger. An item needs gathered from a dangerous locale, or an urgent message needs sending. Who sent you? Who calls for assistance from a brave dragon and their exuberant rider? What impressive display do you flare... do you flare out while saving the day? At the end of this scene, after we have saved the day, the planet starts to form. Cool. Um, okay. You sword with one set of wings. Oh, well, I mean definitely that one.
1: I'm just going to send you the lyrics to the song that I'm listening to really quickly. Are you ready? Okay. Um, I definitely think (sighs) that it should be a return to our initial village.
0: Mm -hmm. I think perhaps it might be interesting if we start there, but that isn't our, like, destination. Like, maybe we are there Okay, I have a cool framing. Go ahead, um, which go ahead. I, I, w- I I Which I would like to do once we've done our wages. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I think start there and go to something All else. All right, I have
1: to open my treasure trove. That's, <laughs> That's so loud. No, that was me <laughs> shaking so... it up so that I could get random stones because I have so I many. I know.
0: <laughs> I know what it was, but it was loud. I mean, it wasn't that loud, really, <laughs> but yeah. Um, I noticed on this that our last that one of our uh, things is the same? It sure is, and that's one of the ones I'm betting on. I mean, definitely. Okay,
1: cool, cool, one. cool.
0: Um I almost kind of want I almost kind of want as a um as a as a mechanic in this for it to be cuz it's look at the ones you want to do and then wager the ones that you want to do. I really would almost want it to be choose a number and then try to reach that number but that's That's kind of
1: what I've been doing this entire time is I've been like I think I can achieve this many this is what I'm gonna try for and if I don't make it I'm not necessarily losing anything
0: well so I guess what I mean here is that there's like so there's five options Mm -hmm. I think I could do three of these but I don't know which three
1: Okay, for okay, example, okay. is what okay. I'm
0: saying. Rather than, I think I can do these threes, and if I don't get them, then that's fine. But, anyway. Um, it's just like... Uh, it's, it's like there's two or three in a list. And this happened with the last one, too, where it was like, I feel like I could do this, but I feel like I couldn't do all of these together. Like, these two don't fit together very well. Or whatever. But, anyway. Um, I think I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for three, to be honest, because there's three that I think are going to be really good for me.
1: See, I'm being me, and I'm going to go for all five.
0: Look, I wanted to go for all five, but there's just two that I'm like, how am I going to do this without it just being me exactly reading off this prompt? (laughs) Like, I can't think of a way to rephrase it. And so when I can't think of a way to rephrase it, that's when I'm like, I'm going to do a different thing. Valid. Um, I I get that. Yeah, so I'm going to go with three. Uh, and you're going for all five, which um, is brilliant. I sure am. So I think we start on on. I think we're on a beach, and you're in the water, uh, dragging this ship down the beach. Actually, no, you're not in the water. I feel like you could push. So I think like you're you're pushing this boat into the water. And I'm, like, standing... I'm watching you with uh, most of my... With my cloak and my wrapping... uh, My face wrapping off. Um, And I'm, like, sewing a sail with a bunch of... um, A bunch of people. Um, As there's, like, men... uh, You're pushing one boat in by yourself. And then there's, like, a bunch of men pushing another boat into the water. And we're here... And it's clear, clearly evident that we have helped the village build new ships um, to resume fishing. And I think... I don't think... I th- we look a bit older. I mean, it can't be that much older, but there is there is something that has happened since that has... Where we look more sure of ourselves mm-hmm. and more confident and in tune. And I think maybe... Maybe as you finish pushing that boat into the water, what what about your body indicates celebration at having you know that you know like when you finally finish a b- annoying task?
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I. <laughs> hey, thanks for thanks for segueing into this perfectly. Uh, I I definitely you can bet your entire life on this. I push this boat into the water with my shoulder and then i look at it and i just let out this yell this like star reaching screech of joy uh this this just it's like every bit Every bit of air in my body just propelled itself forward, and it's not a screech in the same way that it was when I was doing that sort of deafening, ear-shattering thing. It sounds like a high whistle on a flute from a distance on a hot summer day. It sounds thick and it sounds um, layered. And it sounds like the the joy of a bird that has just figured out how to fly. And it's me pushing this boat back onto the sea and seeing that it can float. Um, and, and that's just like the way that I push this final thing out onto the water.
0: And I think um, as you do that, like a bunch of the people that are sewing start like laughing and the, and the men uh, pushing their boat like sort of, they sort of like look at you sort of shocked and then sort of like one of them smacks another one in the belly and like shouts about how we need, you know, stop lazing around. And then they like go into this like song, like an actual singing out loud song of like needing to work. <laughs> um, and as they uh, as they do that to get into the rhythm and finish their task, I pull out, uh, I, I put... I, I, hand my bit of the sewing to, uh, a, like young girl, uh, who's like waiting behind and has been watching and I sort of like tap her and then point to one of the women. Um, well not one of the women, one of the other people next to, uh, next to them who's also sewing and to sort of indicate, just watch their lead. And then as I, wa- I sort of start to walk down towards the beach as I pull out, uh, uh, a flute similar to the one that I had when we were fighting here, but it looks new. It looks different. It looks a bit longer. It looks more refined and more like an actual proper instrument rather than just like a whistle. Um, and I start playing this flute, um, as like this sort of happy, cheerful song. Um, and then I think it's sort of, interrupted as we sort of like are moving towards one another and swaying to this this song this mingling of like three songs and then it's cut through by the like blast of a horn as we see uh, th- uh, a trio of riders in like not like plate armor but mm-hmm. they definitely have armor um, and have like spears with banners on them and one of them has like this horn that looks like two cows horns have been joined together to make an instrument Mm -hmm. Um, and they're sort of riding towards us Um, and what message do they have for us I think they are here to seek you and I out to give us a tusk
1: I if I had fur I would bristle Uh, you can, you can see, you know, I, I, I've molted recently, I'm okay, but you can see if I had had pin feathers, they would all be sticking up at a whole, like, angle.
0: I, I, I... think their banners depict, like, um, a brave warrior killing an evil dragon. Like, I think that is on their banner.
1: So, I think it's very safe to say that I, I... You know the way that cats do that thing where they stand up weird with their backs all hunched? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I essentially do that, and I, I let out this hiss. Um, I, <laughs> I let out this this just terrible, terrible hiss at their direction, and I kind of huff, and I, I shake my head. I refuse to let this be part of of my existence and I run directly at you, scooping my head low so that I can scoop you up directly onto my neck and then careen upwards into the sky.
0: I think, uh, I think as you do that, I've like, I've, as I feel you change, I like pull, unwrap what looks almost like a skirt around me, I unwrap it and it's the sash that I use to hang on to you. Mm-hmm. And I like let it blow out in the wind. And as it unwraps and blows out in this long ribbon of cloth, my hand is resting against like a hunting trowse mm-hmm. that's like knives and a sword all bundled together in like one nice holster hanging off my hip as I look at these people, and the cloth like catches on your neck as you scoop me up and I like whip it around um, and uh, and hold it to sort of like fling myself up onto you, mm-hmm. and then sort of let it lax as I like pull it. I, I sort of, like, tie it around your neck as, like, a scuff, but I'm not holding on to it anymore mm-hmm. as we, like... Sh- as, uh, are we shooting up into the sky? Is that what's happening?
1: Yeah. So what essentially I did is I, I picked you up, and then I did a very sharp kind of turn, and I... In a in a series of precise bounds, ran toward the edge of a cliff, and I threw myself off of it because I knew I would angle myself perfectly into these thermals in the way that I had done previously. My my wings are made almost better for gliding and for these long. I think kind it's of less
0: doors. a cliff and more a rise because I'm picturing this as a low beachy. Yeah,
1: I, I I'm figuring that too. Almost like a long pier. I don't know.
0: Um, that I'd be happy with. Yeah, uh, like or, or maybe like they've maybe um maybe like I think there's a specific name for this, but the kind of like wharf pier thing where it's like stone jutting that's out. That's exactly the what
1: I'm imagining. I just do not know a yeah. word for it. Um,
0: yeah, almost like a causeway that goes to nowhere.
1: Yeah. Uh I mean, what I'm imagining is almost like if there was something at the end of it, it would be a lighthouse, but there isn't there any longer um yeah and yeah indeed uh i throw i i run myself off of this it's still fairly low but it's enough for me to get a bit of a gust into my wings and as i glide incredibly low my feet skimming the ocean beneath me i pull myself up into this thermal and i know i don't even have to think anymore at this point like Maybe I'm running away from our problems, but also I don't care because I have you and that's all that I need and I'm angling myself until I, I, outrun, I outrun the albatross, I outrun the terns and the gulls and anything else that could have possibly tried to hold competition with me, and I hit every single thermal. The fish vanish beneath the surface of the ocean, the birds absolutely shy away from the length of my wings, and I find the gusts and the warmth and the air that buffets me into the sky, and I circle around without a thought in my mind. I just am feeling every possible bit of joy in that moment.
0: I um, I rise. At first, I'm like on your back, sort of clinging to you as normal, or as as we ever, as we would expect. And then I sort of like stand up. And at first, it looks like I'm about to start surfing, right? (laughs) And then it looks more like I am uh, standing with, like, my arms trailing back in the wind. And then I, like... I can't think of a way to say this other than I crow as I'm, like... as the wind is rushing over us. Mm
1: -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Uh, And I just let out this, like, call into the wind. Um, Yeah.
1: I crane my head to look up at you and I see you standing up upon me and I know I feel in this moment this intrinsic trust. I know there's we're at a point where we don't need that extra communication. We don't need like, hey, can I do this? Yeah, you're cool. I promise I won't drop you kind of thing. Like, there's just such a bond between us at this point that I just see you knowing me and I look up at you, I see the the scarf that's usually hiding your face, I see the the clothes whipping around you, and I am so just overcome with joy. (laughs) And also, the the realization that it has been a bit of a hot second since I uh, did anything that you were completely unprepared for. And I remember that moment in the cave. I remember the immediacy of your actions as I charged toward the the the, uh, the wall. And I, I think to myself, you know what? He's prepared if I do something stupid. And if not, I'll save him. And immediately I fold my wings and I look at the ocean and I plummet.
0: As you uh, plummet down, um, I, I want to pause for a minute. And sure. have a discussion. Yeah, absolutely. Are are these people... Because I'm feeling like maybe we should speed things along. Yeah. I feel like maybe these people... We've been waiting for these three riders, And perhaps they... Uh, originally, I was going to say they're here to give us some, like, mission. But instead, I'm wondering if maybe we've been setting a trap. <laughs> maybe as this cataclysm draws near someone has decided to start spreading the lie that oh well we can see the dragon shadows in the, on that other world it's the dragons that are causing this we've got to kill them all so i think maybe we've been waiting for these for these three to come uh so that we can put an end to uh, or, or at least fight back against those people that have been killing dragons and their riders f- on purpose. I
1: think that I really, I, li- I really like the direction that you're going with that, mostly because I think that, considering that I was a sacrifice on a holy day in the beginning, I think that this planet nearing was prophesied, and it was something that was... I think that you've been disobeying um, the sort of cultural norm of things from the get-go,
0: Um, What if I was meant to be a priest, and that's why I was there?
1: You were supposed to land the killing blow.
0: I was supposed to be a priest, and I was like, nah, this is bad. You
1: were there to draw the final drop of blood, and instead you
0: ran away
1: from every bit of your duty. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I ran away from a duty I didn't know I had. And we've been joined ever since... And now, there is
0: a better way.
1: Now yeah. now we're being uh, sought after. Every other dragon, I think, would probably be in severe captivity at this point. Um,
0: yeah, they're like keeping them in stables, and they're like, oh, we don't know what's going on. Right. Like, the riders are more worried of losing their dragons than they are uh, of standing against this tyranny. That, and I think, yeah. I makes think, sense. yeah. Uh, they sent. Th- so, yeah, someone sent these three. We're like, these are our bravest dragon slayers. It's like, haha. Well, I don't care. <laughs> um, and I think at the last second, without a word, you can just feel the song in me, and it's like, it feels like a song. It feels like a song that someone has sung before, but we know that it's brand new. Mm-hmm. And the song tells the story of how, uh, how. Uh, A dragon and rider divided an army uh, and killed... uh, And the riders killed... uh, The rider cut down the champion while the dragon killed the army. Does that make sense? I was going to say, it'd be more interesting to watch you fight a champion, but I'm also... there was like, although it would make more sense for the dragon to fight a multitude of enemies (laughs) and for the person to fight one person, even though the inverse of that is fucking wild. Like, no, 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 the dragon is the sniper and the the human is the area of effect weapon. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, that would be which
0: fun. I'm also happy to do if you'd prefer to do that I'm, Like I'll happily take on a bunch of dudes and you can fight these three
1: uh, whatever you would prefer but I think that I think that the initial way you said it makes the most sense but either way is fun as hell it
0: makes the most sense but is the second way not the more fantastical
1: it, it certainly is you're right and let me just let me just uh, go forward with what I'm thinking though. So, so we have this. Um, you, yeah, you. Yeah. So we're still like I'm still plummeting down. You're going mm-hmm. over all of this. In this moment where I'm plummeting down, I look up at you. I see you, barely hanging on.
0: To whatever rains. Oh, I'm, I'm not hanging on. Yeah. I'm not hanging on at all. You're... I'm just, like, pressed against... <laughs> I'm not even... I'm, like, surfing on your back just... as we are heading straight down. Yeah. So, I just look up at you. I see the, the
1: wind buffeting your clothes. I see all of this nonsense. And my, my wings are pressed up close to my side. And then, in a sheer instant, I let them loose. And in the same moment that I let them loose and the wind catches beneath my wings, I turn this, them outwards, and I let this massive pressure of air forward. It's such a strong gust of air that it not only, you know, keeps you anchored on my back, writes me a hundred, like to exactly where I was, but the air is so strong that it rips the flags off of the banners. Of the men carrying these flags.
0: Uh, Yeah, and I think as those banners pull off, we see, like, a bunch more of these, like, knights in the distance cresting a hill, like, maybe a kilometre behind those three. Like, the three went first because they're, like, the great champions, and then there's all of their support soldiers that are here, even the odds. exactly.
1: (sighs) And they're... And their flags fly away in the wind um, as I just glide along that thermal again. I'm not even flapping. The air itself is keeping me suspended as I look upon this army that's encroaching upon us.
0: Yeah, cool. And I think as you, like, soar along, I uh, sort of, like, stand up a bit more and then, like, almost hop into the air and the put my arms wide, the wind catching me as I'm pulled back off of you as you sail forward to do uh, to follow through on the plan that you can feel uh, in your heart uh, as I like pull off the back of you in the wind and then almost float to the ground. Like I fall but at the last second it's like there is a cushion of air beneath me and I land Softly. Right. And, and it, I'm just it, looking at these three men as their horses are, like, getting all uncomfortable. <laughs> at, not, the, not the rearing up, but the thing where the horse is, like, shuffling. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, they kind of stamp. Yeah. It's because, like, at that exact moment, I flap my wings just enough to, you know cushion you onto the ground but their manes shake and their tails even though they're sweeping them have no control and they have to tap that earth in order to be like I don't know what I'm doing I'm a horse
0: I think I look at these three men and I just sort of look at their eyes uh, hidden under their helmets as you're like soaring towards their army I'm like I'll take you three and let your men go if you like but my dragon is very hungry
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right wow okay oh. so in my uh, mind's eye and- i just mm-hmm. have to say in my mind's eye my idea of of saving this day feels like this moment when we were together when i was soaring down felt like a picture and that even if I died at that exact moment, it would be a moment that I would never forget.
0: Mm-hmm. I think as, uh, as I say that line and wait for their answer, and then I can sort of hear where you are, I just pull uh, the scarf from around my neck. And tie it around my eyes, covering my, hiding my eyes and just listening. Ah! And these knights are just like, what the fuck? And then I just, and then I sort of turn my head away from them as I place my hands to my side, almost like I'm about to start doing a dance, right? Like my front leg is cocked. Uh My back leg is, uh, is sort of locked to the ground Uh and my hands are sort of like, pushed aside, almost like I'm about to do a, uh, sort of a hula or something or like lift my skirt. Right. Right. And then my hands are just gently resting ac- uh, atop the uh, blades at my side as an, I, as I'm just listening, <laughs> I can just hear you and I'm just thinking about what you're about to do. And when I feel you start to attack, I quick, I, my hands tighten and my muscles, uh, move with you, and it's like we're dancing together as we <laughs> cut down these people, oh. even though we're nowhere near one. Oh
1: my it. god, I and I'm it.
0: just and I just, with my eyes covered, I can just hear my blades, like, cutting through these, <laughs> these men uh, and slapping against their horses without cutting them as I'm, like, finding the weak points in their armor and just hearing my blades, like, sliding over their chainmail and then hearing the chainmail noise stop and pressing the blade harder as I, like, cut their el- their armpits. Uh, and then hearing the, hearing the clank of wood on spear shaft, and then quickly, like, rapping against it uh, as I, like, bat it out of the way with a couple of strikes. And then this... And I'm just fighting through the sound. Oh, my goodness.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. And I think together in that moment echoes a thought at the exact same time. And it has nothing to do with the concept of I. It has everything to do with the concept of we. And it's we will take this day. Mm
0: -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think, um, I think I know that this is over when I can There is a scent about you. There is something that you smell like in this moment once I have cut these three men and you've routed that army. Um, what do I smell that tells me we've won?
1: You smell the sweet smell of bee pollen and a honeysuckle gently wafting through the breeze as though all the blood and, like anguish and pain has been diverged by the simple tilting of a single wing as i maneuver my way back towards you
0: and when i when i pull the cloth off my uh off my eyes i feel like i look towards this army you've decimated and i feel a rush of what happened and I see like a flash in my eyes of how you fought them mm-hmm. and what did you destroying them look like?
1: It looked like I, I, I didn't need to breathe fire. I, all I needed was the strength of my will and the sound of my voice. The shrieking of the air around them was enough to make them cover their ears. And when they dropped their weapons to close their eyes and their heads, I barreled them over with my wings. And by turning them all to the ground, all I had to do was rise up and plummet upon them in the same way that any bird of prey would have done. And
0: I think you coming down as well, maybe we hear like a cracking like me- like cold, brittle metal snapping yeah. and bone shattering. Yeah, I like that. Yes. Just trying to inject a little more magic into here.
1: No, for fucking <laughs> you know? sure.
0: Yeah, where it's just like it's. The- I'm starting to feel like maybe I'm a maybe we're sound and wind mages more than we are fire and sword mages. Oh
1: hell but- yeah, we are related to the fucking, the zephyr is the one mm-hmm. that birthed me. <laughs> Actually, the zephyr would probably be the one that birthed you since that's the southern wind and it's a little bit calmer. But like <laughs> yeah, it's it's the the cracking and the the sheer force of a wind uh destroying whatever stands in its way. Not you know, okay, I don't know mm, I don't know if you know this. Because you're in Australia. But I'm going to try my best to describe it to you as I can. When it gets incredibly cold in the winter, the sap Mm -hmm. inside of trees freeze.
0: I do know this, but other people from Australia would not. Okay.
1: So the sap inside of trees freeze. Because the sap freezes, when the wind gets incredibly hard uh, and, and buffeting and pushes against these trees, when they rock in that wind, it doesn't sound like normal trees creaking. It starts out sounding like ghosts, like groaning, like every bit of their roots are screaming. And as that ice shatters down the slope of that entire trunk, it's like this really deep groan, uh, It depends on the, you know, the the circumference of the tree, the the length of the tree. You know, saplings obviously sound like a smaller, shorter, faster kind of thing. But an ancient tree will take ten minutes to let out a single groan as the ice sap within it shatters and travels up its branches. So I think that that's kind of the same noise that happens. over this course of the fight where it's not as simple as just a solid boom and it's over. It's Mm -hmm. this creaking and this spreading, almost like the way that the um, capillary action of, of water or blood seeps through a piece of paper or napkin. And it's this slow, like it starts out loud and it goes out short. But no matter what, at the end of it, you're not going to have any hearing.
0: (laughs) Nice. Yeah. And then I think uh, I sort of like stroke one of the horses near me and like soothe it as I like put my blood, like sort of flick the blood off my blades Mm -hmm. and slide them away. I'm just like stroking this horse as you come back and I'm just staring up at you and watching the way you cast a shadow across this place and then I sort of like let out a sigh and it's like this happy sigh at a wo- at at a at work well done <laughs> um, and I think maybe that's the end unless there's more
1: i I think that's a solid end to the set is us reuniting yeah
0: cool all right um In which case, I actually, (laughs) in an interesting twist, I did manage to do all five. (laughs) Get out of town! No way! (laughs) But I was only trying to do three. So the three that I did was, um, I will stand tall on the dragon with no need to hold on at all.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I will share my plan with the dragon without speaking a single word, and I will save the day. Okay. So that's three for me. And the two that I did on accident almost was I will admire our shadow as it looks like one beast in Flight Over the Ground. I went with the admire the shadow thing. Um, and I will lose myself in the smell of the air and the feeling of the dragon's muscles under mine.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, but how many did you manage to accomplish?
1: So I was going for all five. I think I only managed to accomplish four, and and you can let me know. But I screamed joy into the sky in the beginning yep. when I pushed the boat off. Um, mm-hmm. I spiraled, I spiraled downwards, but I don't think I did a spiral downwards pull up at the last moment.
0: So that isn't what that what you did when the air like rushed past us? I, I thought that was what happened. I th- that's what I wanted to describe, but I didn't know if that was evident. So, I have that's I felt it.
1: Okay, so I'll give it to that.
0: Um, I think maybe it didn't feel like that when you described it to you. I felt it, definitely, because of the pause in the middle where we were discussing what we wanted out of the scene. Okay. I think maybe that broke the feeling for you, but I definitely think it was there.
1: Okay, well, if if you got that, then that means I succeeded because I, I yeah. wanted it to be that, but I didn't know how to portray that. Um, yeah. I didn't admire your flowing hair but i admired your flowing cloth so i thought that was pretty clear yeah, indeed um i rode the thermals that was something i've been doing since the beginning so when i saw this prompt i was like oh my god i've been oh, doing that's that easy since i'll the just beginning. keep doing i'll what just I'm keep doing that <laughs> and then i the i will save the day uh i think that happened yeah
0: yeah indeed for cool. sure excellent all right five wow. Let's move on to When We Face the Apocalypse. Now, the When We Face the Apocalypse prompt is really long. It is,
1: yes. Uh, Before we Um, start, can I quickly mm do a pause? I need a bio break.
0: Yes, we're going to take a quick break. So just mute your recording. We'll do. Okay. uh, We'll be back shortly. You're listening to Insert Quest Here. Our new game, Live, Love, Die, Remember, just debuted on our online store. In it, you play as a mech that has fallen in love with their pilot, exploring the memories of their love together before they have to make a difficult decision about their future. If that's a game that sounds exciting to you, you can find it by clicking the store link above. And now, back to the show. Alright, so, we're going to do our sort of last bit now, um, finally the fifth scene is when we face the apocalypse. We can see the faces of the riders from another world, as gravity blends between the geological colossi. We can meet the other riders on their world with a powerful leap, the planets move to intersect and as the clash of rocks and rendering of stones splits the air. Powerful storms burn up the atmosphere. There is no denying that this is the end of the world, of both worlds. We must save who we can, move them to far ends of our home. We must do the impossible and find safe havens for those we love as our planets collide. If our bond is strong enough, we can push ourselves past the limits of what would be possible alone. However, if our bond splinters, falters, harbors any imperfections, the day will be lost. We will live on small worlds, and with this collision, however apocalyptic as it may seem, there may be hope of a salvageable future. Riding through splintering spires, moving mountains, collapsing cliffs, and breaking bluffs. We ride on wings that grow fatigued. We must push, push, push to the end. Now is time to tally our bonds and determine our fate. Consult the bond tables to determine how the climax of the story ends.
1: Alright. Now,
0: interestingly, does that mean we consult the bonds chart before we do the final scene? Um,
1: I'm going to assume no, because just looking at the bond results, it says, when we face the apocalypse, after when we face the apocalypse, count how many bonds you have wrapped around your grass pants. So it's after Next. when we face the apocalypse.
0: So we describe what's happening during the apocalypse first. Yes. Cool. All right. Um, let's see.
1: Um. All right. I think I have my I'm number. I'm
0: going to shoot for five, and we'll see how close I get.
1: Okay. I'm shooting for three.
0: Interesting. Cool. Um, I think as these planets are drawing closer, you know, where more and more of the riders are like trying to get people to safe places and like no one really knows what's going to happen. I think there's a lot of like, Oh, we'll just get them into the castles and stuff. It'll be fine. Like we'll just have to endure. And then I think we see that flash as the two planets collide and the atmosphere starts to burn. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think maybe we're at like a castle and you're up in like a spire where they feed dragons. It's like the dragons are like hanging off of the spire,
1: okay?
0: um, eating from like a a dragon type bird feeder. Um, And I think I'm down below like in, you know making sure the people we've helped rescue are safe or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I s- f- hear, I just hear this song and it's just a song of everything. It's like a song of like rushing and fear. And it's been building for, I mean, probably since we met. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's like at this crescendo. And then I just hear it like cut and it's like all, I haven't, I hadn't realized the song had existed until it stops. And then I just, like, glance up to the sky, filled with this shape, this shadow, and then glance to you as the sky becomes bright, red, hot light. And I am just sprinting. Before anyone else really... Like, I'm sprinting, and then there's the roar of the sky igniting. Uh, and I'm just running through the town trying to get to a point where I can dive off this castle. So... And what are you doing as you see me start sprinting? I was I
1: was definitely... Um, so you were not, like, directly feeding the, the bird feeder of dragons, right? You weren't, like...
0: No, I think that that's, like, a different part of this okay, place. Okay, so I'm
1: definitely perched at this bird feeder of dragons, and I'm... I'm I'm surrounded by these few, and there's not many. There's not many dragons that I think that have proved they're like, almost quote-unquote fealty to to humanity, I guess, at this point. And um, they are, are sitting there, and I don't think they have the same bond that we have because I feel what almost sounds like a whistling, this high-pitched, enclosing whistling, and I'm scanning the ground for you and waiting for you and getting more and more tense as i'm I'm readying myself for you to arrive, and then I all of a sudden look up at the sky and I see that turn this bright red, and I know you're running towards me. and I dodge out of the way and I take a dive as all of a sudden this meteorite plummets through the sky and lands directly into the neck of another outstretched dragon reaching towards this, like, dragon bird feeder. Mm-hmm. And I see this in my periphery, but I continue diving. I fold my wings towards my sides, and I dive towards where you are.
0: And as you're diving, I'm, like, looking towards... I'm looking for anything that I can dive off, and I'm looking towards your intersection as I watch the the meteorites start to, sh- like, rain down on this place... And, um, and I, like, spot, like, a wagon, and I just saw, and I, uh, and I just, like, run up it, it, and then, like, push up and heave myself up onto the wall, and then I'm running along the wall, and as my foot, like, lifts up off of a part of it, a meteorite just, like, destroys that section, uh... And then I'm running uh, towards like this crane, and I just gra- run along the arm of this crane, and then I just dive into the air uh, as uh, as you uh, draw close, uh, and then I am uh, and then I am on your back as we're flying. Um, I feel. I think. Yeah. I
1: feel like we're flying, and and not only are we flying, but at this point, the 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 energy of the heat around us resonates with the heat that's within me, and I I feel almost like a a, a torpedo just like bulleting through the sky. I I don't have much control over where I'm going, but I have enough control to just as much as i can angle ourselves out of the initial sort of um like anguish of that the initial meteorites the initial boulders falling down to the ground the 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 sky has turned into a roiling sea it's it's bleeding fire the the clouds are made of gas and falling stars And I am dodging as much as I can. If I didn't have to use my wings to fly, I would use them to shield you.
0: I think as I can see this town of people, this, this, this not town, this city of people that we have brought together and helped, um, like, bring to a place that we thought might be safe in the shadow of this mountain. And we can see... and see it being shredded by these meteorites and like I look out and I can see other bastions on the horizon being destroyed and then I look up into the sky and I can see the other planet and I can see it like cracks forming in it and it ripping apart and breaking into chunks and as I look out across the world that we live on I can also see like walls of flame ripping up out of the ground and I just start singing this song of terrified hope as I realise that we are going to live in a world of islands Uh, as I see what we have to do and what we have to do is get people from the bits of ground that are going to crumble away to nothing onto the bits of ground that are going to stay intact. Um.
1: And as yeah. that <laughs> moment dawns between the rider, I, I that passes through me too, and I have this, this thought in my mind. And in the same way that when you see a, a cat or a dog... Arch up. I I arch up the entirety of my back and I shake the rider off just enough that when I fold my wings I fall too far. And that winged suit that they have, that glider kind of thing that they have at this point, mm-hmm. it's their only savior because they are plummeting towards what's clearly a safer island, what's a more respectable and less attacked island. Piece of ground, and I rush headfirst into a place where there are boulders and meteorites plummeting in, and I see an entire group of people huddling within this longhouse, hoping that they won't be destroyed because the ocean around them at this point is burning. And I just dive headfirst in, hoping that my rider will glide and will sail to safety as I plummet into this long house, ready to save those who are trapped within.
0: I think as the heat is, like, building around us, um, as I'm plummeting through the sky and you're going towards these people, I close my eyes and I can hear for the first time... Other riders and dragons singing and it's being carried through the wind and it's other people like us that can see the path forward and I curl the wind and song of them around myself and cool myself against the heat and harden myself into an air blade as I cut through the sky and i'm just weaving what i can hear into a unified song and trying to pull all these other this this these this choir of other dragon riders together as i'm and as i do that i can hear the song getting closer and the choir the voices turning to a choir and i think as you like get down onto the ground to grab these people, you can see a bunch of the dragon riders from the other, and dragons from the other place, coming in towards us, and you can physically hear the song that you and I can feel. We can hear it in the real world, because those, dra- those riders are actually singing.
1: And I think like for the first time in a long time, I feel every single bit of that music resonate in my bones and in my spine as every part of me arches forward. And I, I feel like my heart is set afire as I am plummeting through... And dodging between all of these burning meteorites, between all of this falling sky, and desperately trying to save who I can. I I pinwheel through the sky and I dodge around other dragons and riders in the same way that a spiraling piece of grass or a feather in the wind lost would seem. But it all has a purpose and it all has a meaning. Because we're all communicating with this invisible song. The air is covered in smog and smoke and ash, and we can't see a thing, but our song is what guides us through. We don't need to see. My eyes are scorched, and I feel like I'm going blind with the heat and with the redness surrounding me, but the song is what guides me through. I can hear the song of people's hearts, I can hear the irregular beat of their panic, and I can hear the steadfast beat of my rider. And that's all that I have to go on as I dive between rocks falling and islands collapsing and the
0: people that I save. I think as we're, like, diving down, I think one of those boulders that you're dodging, you see, like, some more people to try and save. And as you turn, I can see... uh, I see... um, I see another group of people... Mm-hmm. And I get distracted in that moment and overwhelmed by there's all these people we need to save, and I think one of the boulders you're dodging clips me, um, and I go tumbling off of you, and sl- and slam down uh, into a bit of ground rushing up past us <gasps> as you as you head on, and I'm just staring up at. This huge burning ball of fire that's coming down towards me, just paralyzed as my song starts to drop away,
1: and I, I let out. I have an entire longhouse of people on my back. I have a whole rally of like of, of people upon me, and I let out this shriek that is so piercing and screeching and loud that some of them, their ears bleed from the agony and the pain. And the second, the moment that I get to a piece of solid ground, I shake them off as I would fleas before I finally be able to dart for you. But in the moment that you needed me most, I was unable to run to you. You were looking up at me with any sort of hope, but I was not there for you. And as I'm diving, as I'm hoping, as every bit of my hope propels me, I feel like my heart has gone from a place of fire, of from a place of care and a place of love, to a place of just inimitable power, and the more that I am flying towards you, the more that I am desperately angling towards you, the more my body turns into the same level of power as the meteorites falling around me, as the walls crumbling around me, as every bit of land that has existed before me and after me. I am of the same molten power. And I am rushing towards you.
0: I think... I'm very happy with that. I thought that was brilliant. I think maybe, as this power builds, I think you, uh, you, by your own admission, you're not going to be able to make it to me. What if the other dragons see that and see what you need and hear this powerful song and, like, bow to your power as they come to me? Because they're closer.
1: I like that. I like that. I like needing someone in a time of need. I like the fact. Yeah, I'm, I dig
0: it. Yeah, I think we. I think you can hear. Like, you're this powerful fury now. And I think you can hear almost like. It's almost like a call and response. You're calling out in this powerful fury. And then others are like, we see your fury. We hear it. We recognize it. And we will shape it. Uh, into something more useful, and I think they, like, pu- call to your energy, and we see, like, a bunch of these other dragons, like, swooping down um, towards me, um, and, like, some are tearing boulders out of the out of the sky and, like, shredding it, um, and I think we maybe see, like, one, like, open its mouth and it trace of lightning just exploding a rock as one, as one nimble little dragon scoops down and I put my hand up into the sky in like terror covering my face and it just grabs my hand with its claw and pulls me up towards you and then like lets go and catapults me through the air as I'm like hurtling towards you.
1: Whew. I think with the help of these dragons it almost looks in the the strength and in the fury and in the speed of them trying to cater to you. You see these white hot lines in the sky burning between the ash and the smoke and the fire connecting me to you. And you see this plummeting meteorite of a dragon rushing towards the rider. And there slowly begins from one to five to seven to twelve lines ever growing in the sky of dragons aiding you and me connecting each other. And then it moves from just dragons to riders of people diving off of connecting and bringing us together. And I race between... Falling boulders, I race between the bodies of my comrades falling from the sky, of the burning of the planets around us just to be able to get to you. And
0: I think, I think we like, I think I slam into your shoulders almost and like tumble over your back, and then just, I don't grab your feathers, I place my palms on your feathers and something about the friction just stops me immediately and then I like am pressed to your back and I'm just kissing your back gently and then I whisper into your feathers um, uh, it's going to be okay.
1: And I think in that moment I kind of let go And in letting go, the wind ruffles through my feathers and almost turns you around from the shoulders, the back, to the belly. And you're lying on my chest as I wrap my wings around me and I'm plummeting headfirst towards the ground in a torpedo shape. And I believe every single resonant point of your words. And it doesn't matter what has happened after us and it doesn't matter what has happened before us all that matters is what's happened during us and my wings are wrapped around the both of us as we plummet towards the ground
0: shall we do our bonds results? Uh, yeah uh, oh actually we should tally the bonds for that scene first Okay. Um, I achieved all five okay <laughs> I will see death approach for my friends did that I will run to the dragon's side as mountains fall. I mean, meteorites, but it counts. Right. Uh, I will be knocked from the dragon by a massive boulder. You definitely did that. I will stare up at the destruction, unable to move. I will temper like hot steel when it seems all hope is lost.
1: Yeah. I, uh. One. I feel like.
0: Three. Four. Five.
1: So, so starting from the chronologically on my part, I will see the, another dragon crushed to death under a meteoric boulder. That happens, because mm-hmm. uh, that's the start of my bit. Um, I will race between the closing teeth of jagged rock. I don't think it was that, but it was meteorites. So I definitely raced between those and falling rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I took a blow that would have destroyed the rider, Mm-hmm. But I did burn white hot when it seemed all hope was lost. So I think that was all three of mine.
0: Cool. I mean, yeah, nice. You were, you also did I Will Be Unable to Save the Rider, but I get that that was not one of the ones that you thought you I
1: didn't be. choose one of those. Um, I, I was thinking about that a lot during this entire scene. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was very resonant when the other dragons came to help. And just in general, the fact that I was fighting my own battle. And I think it was really indicative in our I don't know our ability to feel independent of each other while seemingly like being dependent yeah together Mm -hmm. Uh, but I didn't pick that initially so I didn't want to pick that at the end but I didn't know if that was a thing I could do or not I don't know
0: Yeah, no, no, no. Well, so, like, I mean, as I said previously, like, there was... That last... The previous scene, I did all five, even though I was only, like, trying to do three, right? Right. And so I only counted the three that I was trying to do, that I had wagered I was going to try. so
1: I think I'm going to only count those three that I was trying to do.
0: Yeah, indeed. Um, Cool. So, uh, after when we face the apocalypse, count how many bonds you have wrapped around your grasp hands. And so, count how many bonds we have sitting in our piles you also have in your pile the starting one because i purposefully didn't put that in mine because you said that you were going to take one for beginning yes um because yeah we don't have we have separate piles unfortunately okay um whereas if we were sitting with one another you would we would both you would have placed that one in the pile and then i would and then we would have started placing our other ones in the same pile
1: right? okay okay okay
0: or if we were around one another we would have yeah anyway All right. uh so i have
1: Okay, I have my number.
0: I have my number. I counted 19.
1: I have 24. Nice. Uh, that's
0: like that's like 53? <laughs> uh
1: 19 plus
0: 24 is 43. No. 43.
1: I was off by 10. You were off by 10. Look, 30, I, ha- I had to look up 36. a calculator app, right? It's 30. okay. <laughs>
0: Thirty-six plus bonds. The Smiths' forge holds no candle to the flame of your hearts. You both live, having saved many. Your eyes look to the misty sky, and your hearts look to the future. You give. You each get five images to show. Interesting. All right. Once the epilogue ends, all oh right. The epilogue is when we saw the end. There are. Uh, these are the final words of your story. This gives us the opportunity to show images of our fate. Based on your Bond results, um, you will have a varying number of images available to narrate. This scene is a montage with small images of moments meant to represent fuller action. Um, Take turns with the writer starting first. Use the epilogue to wrap up threads, to put a cap on emotions, and to provide what closure we can. It may not be possible to resolve everything that came up during play, so choose wisely. Give narrative priority to what you think is important. If you received a good ending based on the amount of bonds you had in the final scene, narrate how your lives recover after the cataclysm. If your ending was less than favourable, narrate still images, debris floating in the mist, or images of grief. So, writer goes first. Fuck, we've got five of these to do. Yeah, we do. Um, I'm going to try and keep it snappy. I think we see... We see a storm passing and opening... And a beautiful light shining across a sea of floating rocky islands, uh, floating in a sea of clouds. And I think we see two lovers intertwined in the sky.
1: I think they're very indicative of the sun and the moon, almost in a very, um, I don't know, tarot-esque embrace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it feels like this collision, this this starry apocalypse, was a necessary thing to bring them together. And uh, looking up at the sky, and looking up at what their embrace is, the you know the 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 gravity halts for a second, and we're all seemingly suspended in this moment. As it seems like the world turns, the two moons, the planet and the moon, coincide together and then travel off together.
0: Cool. So that's one scene each then? Mm-hmm. One, one little image. Um, we see uh, we see uh, Laulfer and um, Umrit uh, helping a village again. Um, I think, um, Lulfer is sewing a, uh, sewing a sail this time for a windmill as, um, as Umrit is helping lift materials up onto, uh, up onto this, this windmill that's being built. And, and I will say now that, like, um, your scenes do not have to follow mine directly, so like in the first one, like I described a thing and then you described a thing that sort of like fit into it mm-hmm. you i I do not expect you to do that for all four more of these.
1: <laughs> okay so by
0: all means so by all means, you do not have to further qualify this windmill building <laughs> scene <laughs> okay
1: um I think that uh Umre returns to the dragons that she fought alongside with and with her song she teaches them how to sing in tune with the chorus of the earth and they build this harmony together that even the younglings that soon are born after feel a natural bond with there's no more disassembly from this oneness, it just becomes intrinsic to the lives of the dragons.
0: I, uh, I think we see, um, uh, Lalfur, uh, having a, like, heated discussion with, like, a bunch of, um, riders, uh, they look like riders from, uh, before, um, and, like, telling them, I, I think it is implied that, that Laufer is telling them that they, they need to discard their old ways of thinking. (laughs) Um, and I mean, if they don't, then they'll be left behind. Uh, and then I think we can see Laufer like turning to, uh, turning to like someone that's just stepped up to them. Uh, with like a with like a box and like opening it and like nodding. And we don't see what's in the box but Laufer like Laufra's um Laufre's, uh whole demeanor turns from like this stern, like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? We can't keep doing things that way. Uh and then be like, yo what do you know? You were never part of the blah 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 It's like whatever. And then like just like giving them the hand and they turn around and like, oh, yes, this thing that's actually worth my time. <laughs> As they're excited for whatever it is that they see.
1: And I think there's definitely an image of um, Lalfur and Umrit kind of running at each other. There's a little bit of a bog in the forest, and it's a bit of a dip in the hours that they have, restoring villages and taking care of other people and each other. It's a moment that they have just for each other, and they're running at each other. There are fireflies. It's dusk. You know, the the whippoorwills are beginning to sing. The uh, overall sun is beginning to set, despite the fact that there are probably meteorites in the sky still slowly falling that are still burning. And they run at each other, and Umret, you know, Bundles up Laufer in her neck and spins him around and lands him on her, and they spend an evening together.
0: I think we see a older uh, Laufer and uh, and Umritz, uh standing in like a very curated grove of trees, and like these trees have been wound to intertwine with one another. And they're sort of, like, laid out in the shape of a building, like a floor plan of a building, but it's open to the sky. And we can see dragons circling overhead and a bunch of riders, um, that look... Riders without armor and without huge, powerful weapons. Uh, and we see villagers, and we can see... Uh, we see Lafa and Umrit, um fixing uh, jewelry to one another Uh, and then this chorus of people uh, erupting in happy and joyous songs of the future.
1: I, I don't know how many songs and images we've had each I, I know I've I lost been, track. I, I haven't been I'm keeping be out, th- but I, I just wanted to say one last one. I've
0: got to I've got to be at four for myself, definitely. Okay, at I, least. I mean
1: probably, but I wanted to say, as these songs are happening, as Loughran and Umrit are at different ages, you see a princess with a simple band and a dragon with a spiked like crown, and they're exchanging these artifacts between each other as lalfor and umrit are the um
0: oh like watching uh watching. sort of like officiating
1: officiating yeah like they're mm-hmm. not related they're not they're more part of the audience than anything else but they are there as guests of honor
0: mm-hmm, yeah and then i think maybe we see a silhouette of a dragon against the moon and then in the sky and then a person seemingly floating up from the ground to them. And the two of them twinkling in the night sky like stars. Yeah? Yeah! 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 <laughs> it's a good game. That I was think. a
1: good game. I'm going to give it applause. Game.
0: I think it was a bit longer I think we played it a bit longer than like maybe intended but I, there were like some complications for that
1: There were some complications I also think that um, there's a lot of complications when you think that there are certain people that are inclined towards long form RP um, yeah, c- considering that I can play any fucking MMO and be like excuse me, I know you intended me to just play the base story but what if I decided to romance the person that spoke to me four times
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed I still think that um, I still th- think that we did uh, Made nice use of that time I think we did um, too
1: There's, th- I will say, at no point did I think that we Either of us were, like Extrapolating on something that wasn't there Nor do I mm-hmm. think that we were like Oh, I'm gonna just uh, Brush past this I think that we We Utilized our time in exactly as the way that it was presented to us, and I think that you and i are are comfortable enough with each other and the medium and and everything like that to be able to play off of that hmm
0: mm-hmm. Um yeah, indeed, I think it went yeah. well, I really liked it i think Me too. um yeah, I don't really have any major criticism of the game or anything really to call out i think it I think in terms of there's the implication that it's meant to take like an hour to play. I think perhaps they could be a bit more um, upfront about w- how they expect you to describe scenes. Yes. I think maybe it's meant to be like. I think it's may- maybe meant to be a bit more vignette y. And it doesn't. And it the prompts. The way the. The way the. The way the. Wages are set up, it's almost like. I don't know. I feel like either... The only way I could inc- ever incorporate all five wages into a scene and do the scenes shorter than we did them is if uh, almost everything I said was in service of or informed by getting directly to that thing. Exactly. Rather than feeling... Yeah. Which is another way to do it. So it, it's sort of like... Yeah, I mean, I guess I it's close. The best way to describe that is being more vignette-like.
1: I I, guess. I think it's entirely doable if you go into every sentence that you're saying in that scene of like, I will catch a wild animal for my rider to eat by diving into a horde of cows, that have been let loose by a shepherd and bringing it back to them. For example. Just yeah.
0: And and it being a little more snapshotty. Yes. I guess. Yeah. Sort of, which would bring it in line with the ending part a bit more, mm-hmm. I suppose. But yeah, I think it's a good game, and I think if you have the, yeah, like ju- I think the way we played it worked, just letting it flow.
1: I think um, what's nice is that it gives you, it does give you the opportunity to extrapolate on what it presents you with. Like, um, if you are set under a time constraint, say at any sort of a, of like game festival or other sort of thing, uh, like packs or anything like that. You can let it take more time, but um, if you have to speed it up, you can do that also. Like, playing you and me, chilling, doing whatever, fine, but if you have somebody be like, I dive towards the pirate ships, I decide to burn them all with my breath, and cannonball as I do so, is an easier way to say than, like, I let... The song of my life, burn a fire within me, kind of thing. Yeah, we
0: we purposefully were adding in more detail Mm -hmm. because that was what was appealing to us. Yeah, but yeah, I thought that was really good, and I really enjoyed playing it with you. Yeah, I enjoyed playing.
1: No, I enjoyed it so much, Ray. That was delightful. Thank you for letting me know about it, and thank you for letting me be the dragon. And Mm. I'm just so that was honestly so awesome. I need to take a a picture of my notes. I did a little bit of a drawing that I'd like to uh, do a watercolor of later. That's cool. And um yeah. It was a lot of fun. I had a great great time.
0: Yeah, fantastic. I really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed playing it with you. Um if you like listening to this uh episode, you can find uh other episodes with Nika on our website cuz we did do night witches together. Um and you can find more little intimate games like this as well, like our live love die remember games. There's two of those which are very intimate, although those are both single player recordings. Um, uh, let us know down below if you enjoyed listening to this and let us know if you'd like to hear, uh, yeah, hear more content like this. Uh, but for now, farewell from the past. I'm Ray.